the name of the podcast? It's a pod name kickback. Nigga, is you deaf? <laughs> it's a pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. <laughs> Welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution. We'll be, be televised. I'm no breaks new to Righteous Ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday. Okay. We right back at it. I am the Black Savage. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek representing NWA, Nerds with Attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> and we have two lovely guests here with us this week. Indeed. One you recognize from about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and a month ago. Yeah. So we have the corporate black girl. Yeah. Brittany Sade in the motherfucking building. Yes, yes. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Do you have a, a tagline now? You're not a rookie no more. So you say, I'm Brittany Sade. I love the party. They say what you're doing. I did it all day. Yeah, I'm going to have to practice that one. <laughs> <laughs> she going to work on that tagline. I'm going to work on it. I got y'all go. next time. Okay. Um, and our guest to the right of me, um, I'll introduce her this way. I, I, I hope she doesn't mind, but I'm going to introduce her this way. Um, I am a, I was born and raised a Dallas Cowboy fan. My mother, I was in D.C. I wanted to be a Redskins fan. My mother was like, we Cowboy fans. So I had to <laughs> suffer through 115 seasons, my team being the worst team in the whole league. Yeah. And then we started winning Great Super times. Bowls. Great times. And um, one of the biggest reasons for that is her dad, one of my favorite players, Deion Sanders of the Dallas Cowboys. And in the building today, we have DeAndre Sanders, well, you, do you have a rhyme? You got, you got something you want to do? I don't. But, but let's tell them who you are. Well, aside from that, everything else you do, because you do a lot of shit. And me and JB was like, you do what? Say that again? Right. <laughs> what is that? What yes, is that? Yes. How does that work? <laughs> well, it a makes business me rich. Woman. Well, I <laughs> right. am Deandra Sanders. I own hair company, shopprimetimehair.com, and I also work at a sports agency called SC3. Boom. Dope. Any um clients we may know? Can can you say that? Well, we actually have one named Jody Fortson that just won the Super Bowl. Hey. Oh, yeah. That, that's for Jeremy singing the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. All that right, is all awesome. Right. right. I was, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. If I hadn't broken my ankle last year, I was going to come out of retirement and sign with y'all. But I just realized all this metal on my ankle, it would never work. It would never work. Right. <laughs> I really did break. My ankle was like it was. My foot was Ooh. facing that way. I saw you a picture. You want to see a picture? No. I saw it. You don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fucked up. It was fucked up. Yeah, just like please no, please, please no, no. I'm good. Yeah. And, um, the live we was at last night. A girl walked up to me and said, "You was at the last event, but you had that boot thing on." I was like, "Yeah, that was me." And yeah, it was me. So um, as as always, um, I remind you guys to uh. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. It's always a partner and kickback on Twitter. A partner and kickback on Facebook. A partner and kickback on Instagram. A partner and kickback on Christian Mingle. And a partner and kickback on niggas who like black girls and fuck y'all bamas. We on all those sites. <laughs> and the last one is that's DeAndre's new website she created, right? No? Okay. So, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to have some fun. We got some crazy topics, some good topics. I think the first thing I want to get into was last night. Yeah. Um, we did a uh, event with Jade. It was a uh, girl talk with Jade. 
talking about sex with friends. A lot of fun. A um, lot of fun. I was the only guy it on was, the panel. This was our so second was, show with them, though, right, New? Well, shit, our, our fourth. Well, podcast, our second. Thank you. But we've done yeah. a, a shit ton of events. A bunch of other stuff with them, yeah. These are yeah. all sex panels, so we get up there and tell everybody, you know, we give them advice. Yeah? What you, what, you be, what you be telling them? Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you advise? Well, I, well, my biggest piece of advice I always give is li- listen to the moans. Let them guide you. You know what I'm saying? Like, the ladies will let you know what to do and what not to do if you're listening, if you pay attention. I always recommend, you know, being clean for your lady, smelling good for your lady, eating properly, a lot of fruit and water, tasting good for your lady, um, and giving women the freedom to tell you what they like and what they don't like. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of women are like, I don't want to say anything. He's, I don't want to tell him this. He might hurt his feelings. I don't want to say that. Like, nah, my woman, you tell me. Let me know. You, you don't like that? I ain't going to do it no more. You do like that? I'm going to do the fuck out of it. Don't do it too much? Okay, I'll do it every now and then. That communication is key because I'm listening. Because the goal is to please a woman. And it makes sure she's happy every time. Pleasing your woman pleases you uh, from yeah. my perspective. Like, I mean, it's not really it's not really fun for me if both of us are having fun. And I think that's just kind of the mantra that we live by. And it can Facts. it can seem a little unique sometimes, I guess, from what we've heard from other people though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, ladies were like, men don't act like that. You know what we're starting to, I was telling Jamie earlier. Whenever we say something like, Well, something, 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 it goes like, Well, yeah, okay, you say that, but that's not all men. Okay. I like, uh, you know, I like the. I, I wanted to see the photograph for what I said. Didn't say the notebook. I wanted to see the photograph. <laughs> Most men don't want to see the photograph. Like, okay. I'm like, damn, JB, are we Avengers or some shit? I'm like, what the fuck? We we, we do everything the niggas ain't doing. Like, what the fuck? But um, I think it's probably being old though, because JB like 62, I think. <laughs> so it's probably. Cool. I was like, damn, you look good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you really thought I was 62 though? Wow, that was that was like oh that was within the realm of possibilities and shit though. No, that the next good. conversation was gonna be about what you're eating and what your skin <laughs> regimen was. We was he like, dang. Baby piss on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he drinks water. Don't and he's don't listen to him. He does. The views of New the Mayor are not the views of JB Frank or a pod named Kickback. Under any circumstances, you should yeah. not listen Before to him. Before we cut the camera and, sir, and the mics like, on, these motherfuckers in here talking about rubbing piss on faces. I was not one of those people, though. Faces. It wasn't me, though. Um, but but eating placentas. Eating placentas. How did I get lumped into the. Yeah, yeah, I was I talking about up? this. Like, I was over there in the corner. They I was over there praying. I was like, Jesus, they were, was Really? They, they were talking, talking about that. You weren't in the conversation? You weren't no. involved in the conversation? I said it was disgusting. You didn't have an opinion? I said it was disgusting. It and is, I, but it all still has a healthy... Okay, so yeah, break it down now. Like, so, so now we've, we've broached this a horrifically unhygienic topic. <laughs> like, tell them what we were talking about. We have to have our skin clear. Go ahead, because you brought it up. You were the one who said it. That, that I didn't bring that up. Somebody said that baby piss clears the skin, and it wasn't me. So who was it? No, that was not me. All I said was, you know what? I have heard that that is true. So it was you. It was it was Billy. Thank you. I was like, oh, okay, he ain't I, I looked over there like, oh okay, you're not gonna and say that. And in my head, I was thinking like, so he really not gonna say nothing. <laughs> so y'all were waiting. You know, you know I was, I was, I was gonna give him another chance though. I was waiting. 
I was, like, I was gonna give him one more I know chance. She co-signed it. I was like, I'm gonna accuse okay, somebody. Okay. Somebody gonna step up, and because it wasn't me who and said only, that shit. Only thing I'll say is I I I can admire when women want to have their faces um, immaculate, skin clean. So I try to contribute as much as possible to that. How do you try to? <clears throat> Enzymatic um, protein <laughs> shots on the shot. face. They got mad at me last night. Wait a minute. They got a question. They got mad at me last night. They got mad at me last night because I said um, it was the question was what's your perfect happy ending or something like that. And I was like, well, I don't like to be in control of my orgasm, so I don't want to be on top. So either like a woman riding me or getting hit. And I was like, I especially love it when they Kurt Cobain when they kill themselves. That was like Kurt Cobain. I was like, yeah, when they grab. You know the. Like, you can't say Kurt Cobain. It, it's thank you. The like, oh, podcast shit. didn't hear any of that I didn't shit. Know that was, I didn't think that was wrong. <laughs> you can't say that. Like, it's suicide, right? You're shooting yourself. I have no words. <laughs> I have zero. <laughs> so I told y'all this podcast was gonna be lit, right? They didn't get mad at me, but it was like you can't say that, and I was like, you feel the same way? I, I can't say that. No, I'm. It, it's not even about the this word. This isn't what usage. you expected. Just, it? Like no. you especially <laughs> like when someone's like, ah, ah. <laughs> like. But boom, I. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, but I, I guess. Words, yeah, right. but I guess I can say at least you're saying they they do that to themselves. You're not just out here. Shooting them. Shooting them without I permission. Killer, but like me. you do get permission first, right? Well, they're, so they're, shooting, shoot. they're shooting themselves. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I don't have to. Admit. It's still how, weird, how does but that, like, come up though as it ends. How does it? How does it come up in conversation? Like prior to watch or, him say or it or naturally happens. Then, like the actual ending, like, do you, or okay. or like, do you talk about it prior well, to well, something you like? Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll do it as well. That's a wonderful question. Um, it has happened. Um. I have been told that uh, that she liked that, and then she did that. That's one woman, and um, another one. I kind of now I do the Kurt Cobain joke. Like with me, I'm a I test the waters because I like oh, to do a lot of freaky shit. So like I'm I'm a choker, right? So if I'm dating a girl and we haven't had sex or whatever, then I'll you know I'll I'll put my hands on her neck at some point, either in a funny way or or like come here, baby, or whatever the fuck, to let her know like. I do that, and I'll, I'll tell. I'll be very honest. Like I'm, I'm a choker, so I'm, I'm gonna get you. You know, if they're not used to it, I'm gonna warm you up to it. So I'm gonna be like, come here, and there's a grabber, and then you know, not for a second or two, but she knows it's gonna come at some point during sex. So I do shit like that where they know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like surprise, I do this. <laughs> I, that I'll is sure so interesting, up. but I guess that's a good thing. But what if she's just totally against it? Like I had a woman that told me I could not choke her. Yeah. So and how did that? I mean. How was that? Like, how did it end up? It ended up with me feeling sexually constricted. And I just felt like, mm, it wasn't as good. And I think it got to the point, because I, I do, I like, I like a lot of shit. Like, did like, you cheat? Like, no, I just, we just stopped kind of dealing with each other because the sex wasn't as fulfilling. But then, to her credit, and I'm going to give credit, she started being like, all right, you can do this. Okay, well, let's try that. And, and being more open. But I knew it was... Only you to just like the choke, yeah. It, it wasn't because I'm really sexually explorative. It was just like I want to make you happy, but it, it felt fake. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh. And it just didn't feel real, and it, it kind of turned me off. But I still applaud any woman that's going to step out of her comfort zone to try to please her man. That's gangster. It's super respectable. No negative thing to say. But when it's not genuine, it just kind of feels like, because I'm a nasty nigga. And usually <laughs> I don't date women that aren't as nasty as me or aren't willing to open to experiment. Because I'll go, yeah, this ain't going to go, but we're we, we racing this other time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know how this going to end. If you don't like to be choked, your chances with like, you are slim. Yeah, uh -oh. Basically, I mean, like, look at this shit. Like, let me see. Let me oh, boy. Well, let me, uh, what we, what we <laughs> looking at? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, oh he's in Apple Music. All right, we're good. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to suck y'all. Like, video. what is it, YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I have some. But, I but what's, know. like, nasty, like, though? I feel like choking is kind of, like... Well, um, Standard. Okay, well, um, <laughs> right? I, I like my ass lit. I don't know. But I thought. Huh? I did, mean, <laughs> ain't that standard? Did, did we did we just do this last night? No, yeah, we did. We did. I like that. I, I like, I like, so I like apparently he got all the jitters last night because tonight he's like. <laughs> I like girls commit suicide. You know what, I'm what is? Okay, well, yeah, that's when yeah, they shoot that's, themselves. Shoot okay, themselves. Yeah. I that like, is, um, I, mean, I got a whole box in there. I, I will bring it out and put it on this table. No, it's okay. It. Okay, cool. I'm just saying, um, uh, what? I'm like, <laughs> I'm so shocked, I think. Why are you shocked? I mean, you really can't judge a book by its cover, you know? Like, by you know, its cover. What my cover say? What kind of cover <laughs> I got? I was just no, thinking the same Obviously, thing. <laughs> that's metaphorical. Not a you, freak you, was what she trying to say. That's my cover? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never been told that. I've been, okay. That's cool. You know what? That means that my, my maturity, my, my personality, and my intellect are shining above my sexual prowess. I'll take that. I didn't have women tell me, I'll fuck you, but I wouldn't date you. Like, well, what and, the fuck is that? So maybe I'm a dateable guy now. So be I clear, <laughs> sexual prowess has always been considered a sign of brilliance, though, right? So Fact great men have always been directly tied to, like, you know, I don't know. We just it's always it's, been it's, horny it's motherfuckers. Sexual yeah. transmutation. And any man that's like considered to be virile or like sexually explorative or dominant or, or really craves sex, they um they take that same craving and they transmute it into business success. So you Everything. might you might turn around and be a good athlete, or you may have like out of nowhere one of the most popular podcasts in North America that stays on the charts. You never know what could happen, you know, <laughs> when you have that sexual yes. transmutation. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you go to Harvard University. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you become a, a rapper from D.C. that blew up and moved to Atlanta. Like, we don't know what could happen. But when you, it's a thing called sex transmutation. Um, just, you know. That's interesting. Okay. Learn something new every day. Yeah. If you're around us. How about if we uh, dip into topic? the topics? <laughs> okay, that was totally off last topic. Night, last night was fun. I I'm glad. It it seems that way. <laughs> yeah. And when it was fun for everybody except Deontay Wilder. Oh, now, Lord. Deontay yeah. Wilder, who is Britney's elementary school playboy friend. He does this from time um, to time. He was in a fight yesterday <laughs> with Tyson Fury. What? Who De DeAndre right. dated. You remember this, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. She did. I remember. <laughs> they were in the Super Bowl. You, rem um, you remember him doing this, right, last time? Like, yeah. associating everybody with... <laughs> oh, your, your turn coming up next day. I know, I know so, it is, nigga. Tyson Fury, um, 
beat the shit out of Deontay Wilder. Yep. Um, I'll say this. Once he hit him in the ear and bust his eardrum or whatever, and we were able to physically see that he lost his bearings, his equilibrium, where he was tripping over himself, I made the comment, he won't make it to the eighth round. Not like this. And indeed, they stopped it in the seventh. Um, uh, the internet went crazy with memes. Um, yeah, for a know. very specific reason. Though. Yeah, well, well, right. Well, Deontay, you dated Tyson Fury. How did you feel about him licking the blood <laughs> off of Deontay oh Wilder's neck? Oh my gosh! I want you. Well, you know, I wasn't really surprised because because he licked the side of her. <laughs> no, well, well, no, I think he licked something that was bleeding. He was like, oh, oh, he was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. 30 days a week, 30 days a month. I don't care. Oh, God. Stop playing. He oh, no. you know, you know, time later be like, I don't mind. I'll catch him on my hot dog. That was very <laughs> disgusting. So you made that line up. I just, no, I, just I, did my not. no I, I did not. Very disgusting. I just read my no, I did not. <laughs> yeah. No. I was shocked and just disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was everybody's reaction. So for those of you who are living under a rock, um, at a point during the fight, um, Fury and Wilder were um, basically clenched up um, after a flurry of punches. And Fury started, like, making these weird, like, tongue, like, licking out his tongue at... Wilder's neck, like he was licking the blood off of Wilder's neck. And it was so fucking nasty. Like it was back to like the Tyson Holyfield nasty. No, type of it shit. was neck. It was, was just licking. Well, I mean, biting a man's ear he, he off like, is pretty fucking <laughs> awful, like, young. It's so nasty, like this though. though. Yes, like his he, tongue he was—he was, was, like he was moving like his tongue clit. like a snake. Oh. It was—it was—it was awful. It was <laughs> like, awful. <you> know? <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> he yeah. was rolling his tongue. Yes, wasn't he? Like his he was tongue like was this. going like it was this. Na- I've never seen so many black people make this face at the same time. We were fight for the last night. Everybody was like, "So, so was like." I honestly looked around like I have to be tripping. Like yeah. I like you something had I really couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Like <laughs> yeah, beat a nigga's ass and then <laughs> But I guess he was saying he Lick wanted his to taste neck. his blood before. Um and so I guess he did it. That's that. Have you, have you ever told a woman you wanted to taste her blood? Never. I don't think I a ever. Will. I, I don't think I'll ever use those words. At, like in <laughs> ever. A, in a what about if it's in a placenta? Really? I'm just really. It's it's really yeah. I mean, but you're using that for a segue. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. No, no, none of the above. I mean, it's just nasty on a million different levels, young. Like yeah. it's just. <sighs> I don't this. know. White white people are special. Yeah. I, ju- I just like white people are special. I just, um, that's all I gotta say. I think Deontay Wilder's gonna come back. I think it'll be a third fight. I, I think agree. He will win. That's my hot take. He will win the third fight. Anybody want to disagree? Uh, we, we can bet some potential on it. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what you want to do? What you want to do? <laughs> This thing, right, well, this show on. is gone way left. Right, I'm gonna fix it. Like, I'm gonna fix it because we gotta get serious right now. So I'll fix it. We'll we'll we'll, we'll 
we won't be this far over here, and we won't be this this serious going forward. But we do have to be serious as of right now. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about um the passing of one of our. I'm gonna say how I say one of our babies, one of our kids, one of our children, one of our artists, one of our celebrated uh, black people in the culture of hip hop, um, Pop Smoke, uh, who was 20 years old when he um, was murdered during a home invasion. Um, I want to first and foremost say rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, our positive energy, prayers, and condolences goes out to your family, your yes, friends, rest in peace. and your fans. Um, every. It, I, <laughs> I don't want it to get desensitized. I don't want us to go, well, okay, we lost Nipsey, we lost him, and we lost Pop Smoke, and moving on. I don't want to do that because if we start getting um, where it's normal and where it's just like, ah, whatever, it's just another one, then then that's a dangerous space to be in. We need to really give this the, the brevity and the, the um, intensity that it deserves. Another artist who wasn't in the street currently that was in Beverly Hills in his home chilling was murdered. This wasn't, you know, he wasn't gangbanging in Beverly Hills. Like, um, it's fucked up. Yeah. And it's hurtful. And it's a fucking shame because I just got into his music like a month ago when his album dropped. I had heard a couple songs before, but I wasn't really checking for him. And then when the album dropped, see, I mean, Billion's my barber. I went to the barber shop, like, hey, nigga, like, he's like, oh, yeah, my man. And we was listening to it, like, he bringing New York back, you know, with Griselda. We was doing all that shit and all laughing about it. And I went back the next week, and he was like, hey, new, I got a new artist for you. I was like, who? He was like, Pop Smoke. I'm like, nigga, I just told you about him last week. How you going to tell me about the same artist a week later? <laughs> but at any rate, we've been talking about him a lot. And then, and looking, you know, celebrating him, looking forward to what he's going to do in the future. And then kill. On some stupid shit, too. Um... Uh, uh, some masks, uh, armed gunmen ran up in the house. Um, they don't know. I mean, it wasn't technically his house, but he was basically resident there. Like, it, it was basically a house that he was renting from somebody he knew. Yeah. Um, they ran up in the house and basically came in and bust off, like, came in shooting, shot up the place, and then left. Like, didn't even really take anything. So it doesn't even really look like a robbery. They don't even really know what the fuck really happened, which is crazy. And it's fucked up because he wasn't involved in no dumb, you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't involved in no dumb shit. So what the fuck was this? And you know, there are, there are conspiracy theorists all over social media, but it's just a tragedy at the end of the day, dog. You wanna add? Anyone? Well, and to add fuel to the fire, did y'all see like the picture going around or the screenshot, I guess, of the guy who claims that he gave the address? I believe that you to remember? be fake. I, it probably is, but I'm just saying I did like see people it. are just really acting ignorant. It's stupid. They're clout chasing at a, uh, it, it's unprecedented, but like people are just making posts like, yeah, I gave you the address. I had to do what I had to do. I didn't know they was going to do that. Da, da, da. And didn't even know Pop Smoke. Just some random nigga on Instagram who needs some likes. And then everybody, the Instagram investigators, the investigative police team of Instagram, has all, <laughs> of black Twitter, has all decided that it was his best friend that, that set him up. And this man, um, and everybody came to his best friend's defense, the people that know them, the people that's in um, that Crip gang, in Wu, and they were like, um, like he Wu, like, like y'all tripping. That's my man. That was his best friend. 
Like what? Like y'all just randomly just throwing out shit and with, with no regard for fucking proper procedure. You just ah, 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 ah. and um, it's fucked up. I was, I was talking to JB about it earlier, and I'm like, it's like um, I wind up dead, and everybody blame JB. Yeah, like, that would like, really, really, really piss me off. Yeah, like you already mourning because I'm such There's a great person. No fucking you don't way know how your on life the is gonna move on because right. I'm gone, and you just stuck in the, in a space that you may <laughs> never get out of because I'm no longer here. That's already bad. But then they say you don't want to kill me. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. But is you the best? We the it best. ain't it ain't got nothing to do with him being the best. It's just him being my brother, and that's it's it's just that. I mean, that's what makes it so fucked up. The whole tragedy behind the thing. Ironically, though, that happens a lot in murder cases where they can't really find somebody behind what's going on. They immediately look to the closest friends and family first, you know. Then they put that pressure on them. It's fucked up, but it's a part. It's police procedure. That's a whole other topic for a whole. This is Instagram procedure. This is these random fans. This ain't the police. These are fans. But did y'all see where apparently he had posted a picture? It was posted somewhere that he had posted a picture, and in the picture was was the address that he he was renting. So some people are also saying it could have been somebody that just wanted to go after him. Like it may not have been someone close to him or someone, because I know it's like, well, how would anybody know he was at that address? It had to be somebody close to him. And then when the picture came out about him showing his address, like not that, not too long before that happened. A few hours before. So that was, um, yeah, that that was what I thought happened. And then everybody, all my boys on Twitter and Facebook was like, nah, it was his man that set him up. And I'm like, well, I don't know, but if he put his address on Instagram, he received a package from some high-end designer, and he was showing off the package. But ironically, the package had the address tag, and it was so close, you could actually read it. Yep. So I was like, shit. I mean, I read it. I read it in the in the shot, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. DeAndre, you're not going to sit here and be all quiet. What are your thoughts? I mean... My thoughts is honestly, nobody knows what happened. Facts. So it's sad what happened, but I do know LA is very dangerous. So, I mean, regardless of who you are, LA is just a dangerous place. Like, I don't even like wearing my jury hat out there. Like, wow. It's just really dangerous. And I know a lot of people that done got robbed in houses out there, they just don't make it to the media. Mm. So, like, We'll never really know what happened or whatnot, but it is a sad situation for someone that was about to come up in the game. That's real. Yeah, yeah. Somebody made a post and was like, L.A. is now the new uh, Bermuda Triangle. It was like people are just disappearing in L.A., like people are just dying in L.A. And I was like, damn, they, they mentioned Nipsey and um, like Biggie. They mentioned a lot of people. I can't think of everybody they mentioned, but people going to L.A. and just not making it back. And I was like, shit. Damn. But um, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Shout out to his family, his friends. And um, download his album. Let's, let's make his family rich so they can, you know, they can, it won't necessarily help with the grieving process, but at least let's show him some real love and, and get his music out there. We can hear his voice forever. And, you know, we should. They say they outside. <laughs> um, okay, we, we had another loss. Um, uh, Actress, model, restaurateur, entrepreneur, B. Smith, who we all know has been suffering from Alzheimer's the last few years. 
um, ultimately succumbed to that disease, and she passed today. Um, so rest in peace to B. Smith. I am not really in the know of her career. I know she was a model. I know she was a restaurateur. I know she was an entrepreneur. That is what I know. Do you guys know anything about B. Smith that we can add? No, I, I, I don't. don't. Okay, well, she was an elder black woman. She's one of our queens, one of our mothers, one of our elders, <laughs> and we lost her today. Rest in peace and um, love and light and positive energy to your family, your friends, and everybody who was affected by your life. Um, and I'm not going to, I was going to mention something else, but I'm not going to do that. Rest in peace. Um, let's see. Ah, my left stroke just went viral. Hey. Our viral story of the week is my baby mama. <laughs> I don't know about all that. See, here's another bullshit relationship. I'm a, that, that's what, what I'm going to start calling these from what? now on. I'm, I'm just going to say to y'all, bullshit relationship when new does this. Anyway, we don't need so no hateration in this dance not. It's not no hateration, <laughs> nigga. It's facts, nigga. So anyway, my baby mama, Erica Bardu, relationship. it happened to... Uh, opened up her Badu store online. Yes. And it opened on February 20th. Yes. 2020. Right. At what time? At 2.20 p.m. 2.22 <laughs> p.m. Mm-hmm. I logged on at 2.22 p.m. I tried, at least. And uh, my item that I want, because I'm, I'm all about support. I don't have any selfish methods in this. Bullshit. Oh, okay. Support. Okay. Bullshit. Wow. Bullshit. Wow. I am just trying to support Miss. You know Badu. you want to smell that Badu box, nigga. Come on. As so I went on and I looked at all the many different products, I was like, "What should I buy? What the incense. I the How incense. can I help her? The so you didn't. So you didn't know exactly what you wanted oh, to no, buy when you no went idea. on that. It was even on the oh, okay. Site. I just, okay. I just like, hmm. on. I wonder what her pussy. Smells he wasn't like. looking for a hoodie. He just woke up that day like, you know what? Right. Maybe. No. Uh, right. What? Right. No. Okay. Fact That's not how this happened at all. Fact check, y'all. She sold T-shirts, hoodies, um, other apparel, other uh, merchandise. I couldn't get what to do those you pages. Think, what do you think? I didn't even know that. Right. I'm not gonna lie. I did not know that. Only one page <laughs> on my phone because you know my phone just like a um the eight and it don't work all the time. So the only page right. that came up with these incense. Right. I was like, well. Is this the only page I can access? Eh, I'll buy the incense. <laughs> Little did I know they were going to be sold out, and I wouldn't yeah. be able to buy the incense. In like 30 seconds. <laughs> um, oh, and I just found out about 20 minutes ago that these incense actually smelled like her vagina. I had no idea when I was on the website at all, you know. I found oh, out today. you didn't know. Oh, okay, no, I, you I thought it was no just idea. normal incense. I thought it was just incense. Black woman, power to the people, queen. Fact check. Last week we talked about how she Ooh, actually yeah. burned yeah. up pieces boy, of her panties like that, to create <laughs> part of the aromatic essence for the incense. And knew the mayor knew very well that the incense smelled like her pussy. He was posting about it. He posted about it for like at Thank least a couple you. of days about how excited Fact he was check. and could not wait to what? order these incense. He knew the day, the time, the hour, you would have thought. <laughs> but he really did. And then after it sold out in 19 minutes. <laughs> I refuse he to continue went this conversation. Back on the social media to talk about how upset he was <laughs> that he wasn't able to order this. 
I'm not gonna I love lie. It. I love it. I think I will buy one just to see what it smells like, but I don't think I want my house smelling like pussy. Yeah, like where would you burn? Like you? Where would you burn it? At? Where? I burn everywhere. It. I, I, I'd burn it in here. <laughs> right, living like, room, bathroom, bedroom, <laughs> everywhere. I, I, I date a lot of bisexual women. Not not a lot at one time. Not saying that, but women that I date tend to they would enjoy the fragrance as well. And we all know about the mythical box that is known as Badu, right? We all know, like, yeah. like we, oh, we supposed to talk about celebrities, whatever, but we all know that when she had common in a lime green fishnet wife beater. I want some pussy like that. Let's go. <laughs> I bet she lick your ass. I bet she oh shoot herself. Kirk Cobain. I bet she Kirk Cobain, right? I can't say that, right? Oh, God. All right. Okay, um, so <laughs> this wasn't what you expected, was it? <laughs> so, well, so you would like to smell it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, James Brown, Frank, what you think? I would love to smell it. I don't, I'm not paying two dollars and fifty cents per incense stick, <laughs> though, just to smell like a, she said uh, it's really made from draw her underwear, okay. That's disgusting. That? That, like <laughs> that, I, that that's that's weird and and, and it's disgusting. I I don't I, I don't can't need, think of anything more beautiful. I, I don't need birds. It's like a rose that grew from concrete. Give me some myrrh and some frankincense, nigga. I don't need burnt panties. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I can't wait till I'm known enough to make money. <laughs> Burning my vagina. <laughs> I'm shooting for 18 minutes and 30 seconds, not 19. Oh. Yeah, hey. get your ebook. <laughs> get your ebook a hard copy while you're at it. I ain't mad. <laughs> the Brie Gina incense. Oh, she got a name for it. 30 percent off while supplies last. Yes. Wait till it. I come out with my ebook or my book. Yeah, I'm coming out with both at the same time. Bet you I never thought about that, huh? You'll need some, you'll need some male critics, you know, some people. Who, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to uh, review it on the show. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to. Hey, JB, I'm going to about the dude on the show. Yo, so this nigga found a video, this motherfucker, like, just chopping down on the incident. On the incident. Derek about new incident. Yes, um, but you really thought he was gonna like make a, a review. That was so funny. I was waiting for him to look for the lighter. Right. I'm telling you, he's got to be sick after that. The, it looked like the I nigga ate like the incense like a pixie stick. Like he just something. like I can't believe he, he really did it. It had to be some kind of a camera trick. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. But I'm thinking something. That There's like a no big way. Y'all making me hot talking about this Eric Badu. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you mean the one that you had no idea? I just that's because I just found out just now. That's why. Oh, I'm oh, it's oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this I'm, 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 I'm in the fire next lifetime. Maybe next lifetime. Oh, okay, here's, here's <laughs> a funny. I love her music. Here's, here's a I fun fact. Too. I love Erica because she's a five percenter. I'm a five percenter. If you don't know what five percenter is, I don't have time to explain it. But it is a um, a sect of Islam. We believe that we are the physical manifestation of God. You can find people like me, Erica Badu, Buster Rhymes, Jay Z, Nas, everybody in Wu Tang, Lord Jamal, Carmelo Anthony. It's a, it's a small fraternity. All we ask is trust. But anyway, West Side Gun, uh, all we ask is trust. Um, but she's a 5 percenter. And as a 5 percenter man, you never meet a 5 percenter woman. Like, ever. Especially not one that's Erica Badu. Right. So I've always had, like, a little question on her. And in her, in her song, next, like, have y'all heard a song 
on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And she say, um, um, I went to the store with three dollars and six dimes. That's 360, which is a circumference, the circle, a perfect circle. And that's what we study. We call it 360. And um, she said, um, the, something do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. She's talking about us. She did a lot of little smidges of our culture in yeah, in the song. And Jay-Z does it all the time, too. You'll hear it, okay. but if you're not listening, if you don't know what to listen for, you're not going to get it. Right. Whenever you hear somebody say, peace, son, like, what's up, son? And it's not son like my son, it's son like son in the sky. In our nation, we refer to black men as a son. Mm. So I was like Jay Z son, like they son. And so when niggas like, oh that's that's New York slang. Like that's five percent of slang, but most of them are in New York. Method okay. Man and all them niggas. So okay. anyway, I love Erica. Um I'm gonna get my goddamn incense. I'm gonna get my incense. We're gonna figure it out. Or I'm just gonna have to smell it in person. Well, well, either way. <laughs> well hopefully um, she comes out with more incense because hold on, well, hopefully she invites me to Never mind. I don't. I don't think lime green fishnet wife beaters would look good on me. So maybe I don't need to touch that, right? <laughs> Leave that alone. <laughs> All right. Our. What, did y'all have anything y'all wanted to add? No, I think you. I think you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think you had that they whole thing. There like, yeah, this conversation about another woman's pussy was way too long. <laughs> oh, but we had a whole moment of the Brigiana. <laughs> Brigiana. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Actually. So, yeah. Are you <laughs> you gonna, you gonna so, add some special elements to the? Re- you have a to a, be determined. A, a, We're gonna a throw a TBD on it. My, okay. TBD. I, I dated a woman who used to um, touch herself and, and do it on the net, and you wouldn't necessarily be able to like I smell pussy, but it would our what do you call it? Our instinctual whatever. I would always be horny around it. Like, I'd be like, God damn. And one day she told me, I was like, that's why I be licking your neck all the time. Okay, but um, so our what the fuck story of the week. That, that we- wasn't it? <laughs> 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 oh. Um, Wendy Williams, JB's high school prom date. Um, Bullshit. Decide- Right, right. <laughs> he done took right, a lot of women. <laughs> every, every woman over 50 is my prom date, apparently. Bullshit. <laughs> anyway. So JB and Wendy went to prom <laughs> together, and after they broke up, she just got in radio, and she asked her about him doing a daytime talk show. Um, and on this talk show this week, she got into a little bit of trouble, and it's our what-the-fuck story of the week, because I'm not quite sure why she got in trouble. Maybe you ladies can help me out. She said that... Uh, I guess she was talking about um, something going down with the women. And, and a gay man was like, that's right. And she was like, wait a minute. You don't know about that. And you you won't know what it's like to be a woman. Like, like don't get it twisted. Stay in your lane. And uh, I I watched, I looked on your page. You tore her up. I was on your page. I'm not playing. I didn't do it, do it. But anyway, so people were mad about this. And I was like, well, what the fuck did she say? Maybe it was rude, but like it's kind of true. He's not gonna be a woman, so I was like, "Well, everybody's mad about it. I'm not gonna do too much commenting because <laughs> they're so mad." But why they mad? Why why was they mad? He's not a woman, right? I mean, right? I feel like it. It kind of depends on what her intention was, like what she meant by that, because she could have very well meant like 
you'll never have a period. You'll never be able to give birth. Like you'll never know what it's like. It may be in that aspect, um, which is true. So I don't really, I don't know what her intention was. So I can't really have an opinion on it because that literally could have been what she meant. She'll be like a real, like a real woman. Right. She'll never be like a real woman. Right. Yeah, that's the way. That's the way I read the commentary. Isn't that true, right? Like, like yeah. now, if this was a right. transgender woman, I would or somebody transitioning, I would be a little more politically correct. I still feel the same way, but I wouldn't. I would be more like, okay, well, you are transitioning. I'm not gonna go there. But from what I gather, it was it was just a gay. Yeah, man. a gay man is still a man. Yeah, right. like what are we talking about right now? Why, right? So before we get in trouble, ladies, we want your Thank thoughts. You. Not to get y'all in trouble, but women seem to handle these conversations a lot better and a lot smoother. Even though Wendy fumbled over this shit, she's probably thinking about JB and their whole breakup and just, <laughs> just started some shit. But Bullshit. Um, what do you guys think about the comment? Um, <laughs> so and, that's, that's all I'm going to say from and, now and, on. And how do, we, how do we move, like, how does she move on with, you know? Um... Well, I've learned that you can't always state your opinion. Interesting. In this world. Um, yeah. So, um, with Wendy, however, e- even though I do agree with her, I don't think that she should have said it because sometimes you have to be more sensitive to how someone feels, like, even though it's a gay man, like, he wants to be a woman, so you got to kind of look at it as, like, that's something he's trying to become, even though I, you know, my beliefs are different. I, you know, um, I never have any judgment, but that's, you got to look at it as if, like, like, let's say you have this football player, you're telling them you'll never be a football player. So it's kind of like you're putting them down in a way yeah. So you gotta kind of look at it like that. So I guess that's how everybody else would look at it. So even though that's her opinion, and I do agree with it, I don't think that's something that I would have said out in the open because you, I've learned that you just can't always state your opinion in situations like that, especially the large platform that she has. So you always want to be sensitive to someone's feelings. I would agree with that, um, and I get it from that angle. I don't think she was wrong, but I do get it. And, I, and I'm learning to be more um, politically correct. I don't want to water myself down too damn much. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. But my goal is never to hurt nobody. So yeah, if, if in right. me saying yeah. what I want to say, if I think it's going to hurt you, and I'm in my right mind, I'm not going to say it. Right. I, just don't, I, I don't get nothing from hurting you. I can explain it to you in a way, but say it in a way where it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah, I Regina, think. What, what do you think? Wow. I love it. Wow. I love it. <laughs> well, I'll say that I absolutely agree with DeAndra, everything she said, and I'm pretty sure not just what she said, but how she said it probably made it even worse because she was really kind of like, wait a minute, like you'll... So, yeah, it was probably taken offensive. Okay, and as we move on um, to the our next What the Fuck story of the week, I want to shout out everybody that said hi and everybody that said, what's up, y'all? I, 
we weren't reading the comments because um, DeAndre was distracting everybody, talking about placentas and shit. But, but we do, we do want to say hi back, and we're talking to our live well, audience. You didn't bring that up, did you? I, I didn't think you did. We were talking uh, to our live audience. If you if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or watching this over on YouTube, you know we do a live on Facebook. So if you want to want to be part of the live, take your ass to Facebook, follow a partner, and kick back, and that's how you do that. Um, our next what the fuck story of the week is um, this is a tricky one because both DeAndre and Brittany dated him at the same time and didn't know. Wow. Um, Boosie Badass is back in the news. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. Wow. They didn't do it intentionally. They, they just didn't know. So Boosie Badass. I don't think you're going to play around with that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's we, not we play with that I'll one. Leave that alone. Hey. Okay, okay, okay. We'll leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, so anyway. <laughs> for the record, I've never dated Boosie. Let's just be clear. For the record, I've well, never dated Boosie either. For the nor, record. Nor have I. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> yeah. Why you do that? I, yeah, I, I don't really care. Does this that count? No, move on, move on, move on, move on. No, I just wanted to be clear for anybody, <laughs> but for anybody who's watching and might try to put two and two together, like, no, I didn't. Okay, <laughs> she made that abundantly clear. No one, no one did. No one did. No one did. And especially not me. I, it was not me. It wasn't me um, either. So anyway, Boosie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. This is gold. Right, this so, is podcast um, gold. Uh, yes, uh, um, I love it. Y'all gonna get off Boosie. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Hurry up, Totally unexpected. I promise that was not my intention. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is great. Well, is this is this podcast live? Oh shit! I was like, we're gonna edit this whole segment out. <laughs> okay. well, you can't edit it out. It's live. Oh, um, so anyway, um, uh, oh lord. So, um, my little cousin Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> go ahead, go so, ahead, go ahead. So my little cousin Lucy. Got on social media to address Dwayne Wade and this, uh, I guess, the way um, that he's choosing to raise his trans transgender daughter. So, of course, he had a son. The name was Zaire, I believe. He let he let his father know Dwayne Wade that he's really a girl, and they're in the process of transitioning. Am I saying this bad? No. Okay. He's a big mabusi. And I was trying to snicker Y'all like shit off the mic. Me. Okay. I was like, sorry, we gonna stop chatting, my girl. We gonna stop chatting, my girl. No, but I promise you, I wasn't. I, I promise you that wasn't my intention. But no, we gonna just. It keep happened it. though. So, yeah. so, so, moving on. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> moving on. So you were saying it right though. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so his transgender daughter and um, Boosie was saying basically, um, 
<laughs> he was making a plea. Stop. Stop. No, I'm laughing. Stop, Debbie. No. Stop, Debbie. Stop. No, stop. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the video <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Like, and y'all saw that video. Like, don't cut his dick off, dog. Bro, no, no, bro. no. Well, look, the reason why I'm laughing because I actually agree with Buzzy. <laughs> we did too. No, but it did. Right. <laughs> but until someone told me. That they never said he was gonna cut his dick off. <laughs> that was the part where I was no, like, like, "Where did Boosie get that from?" <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, in Boosie's defense, and when you're transitioning, that is part of the transition. I believe that I don't know what the law says, so I don't think they're gonna do that anytime soon. I think it, it, she would be, need to be older, but that is a part of the process. And I think Boosie just assumed it was about to do it next week. <laughs> Like, like, nobody oh, even spoke off, about dog. that part. Like, he just wants to, you know, identify no, as a woman or whatever. No, the, but the video is just, well, no, the whole thing is that I don't I don't even think he said he just wants to transition yet. I don't think the, so the either. The whole thing is he just said he wants to be known as a woman now. Yeah. Call him Zaya. Zaya. Zaya or Zaya. Yeah, that's Zaya it. Like Maya. So okay. when someone was like... <laughs> That never came. I was like, "Why did he take it that far?" Did that was the part. Looking in the but future. I do agree. Booster Thomas. Booster Thomas. You looking in the future? But that I was do the agree part with that Boosie threw Boosie me up. for a loop. But I do agree with him. I, I agree with Boosie. I, I've been argued. I lost um, some women on Facebook. The one with my friends. The threesome gone down the drain. It, it, well, anyway, so it's like people are angry about your responses to this shit, and um, they were. No, it is a girl, and and they they trying to cancel Boosie, and I'm like, you can't cancel wipe me down. The cappers ain't having that. <laughs> You're yeah. stuck with Boosie, baby. Sorry, you can't get rid of Boosie. Um, yeah, I mean, regardless of of how you take it, or regardless of what my opinion is, I just feel like when it comes to people raising someone, or even with um, Zaya wanting to be Zaya, his mind might change, you know, before he gets yeah. older, before he transitions. But I think that it was kind of a lesson that parents, for more parents to support their kids. Because do you see, <clears throat> I'm sorry, all of the jokes and everything, like, kind of already coming out about Zaya? And it's like, could you imagine Zaya deciding to come out as Zaya without the support of her parents? And now you're getting flack from media and at home too. So I think it's really important for parents to support their child because they're going to be the, the, the way that they are in that aspect, um, regardless of how you feel. So I just really respect Dwayne and Gabrielle yeah, too. Um, and his brother, like his siblings for being supportive of that, because I don't feel like that happens, especially not in the black households enough. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. I really, never mind. <laughs> I mean, regardless of opinion, I just, you know, for Boosie, it's like... I think Dwayne really support that. Well, as long as Zaya <laughs> thinks a, that he does... That's been the commentary on social like, media, actually. Like, yeah. really, really support that. Right. He probably feels like he doesn't have a choice. That's what I'm saying. What, Dwayne Wade? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, he may not support or would prefer his son to be gay, but it's like, this is what we're dealing with, so I might as well... Yeah still love her the same. I would I would I would I would love my child. I would ride I would ride just yeah, as I hard as too. the way it is. Um but I think the my only issue with is how old is twelve years old? 
because we've had several cases of 12-year-olds, whether it's the kid that was wrestling with his sister and accidentally killed her and then got charged with manslaughter and went to jail, but there were kids wrestling. He was just a child at that point. Um, no, he, he was an adult at that point because he can go to maximum security prison. Then you have the girls dealing with R. Kelly. They're just children who need to be protected. And then you have Zyle who can change his whole gender, but he's old enough. And it's like 12-year-olds can't drink, they can't vote, they can't drive, they can't be left in the house alone for a certain amount of hours. So I'm, I'm leery of the amount of power we give a 12-year-old. I know when I was 12, it was a lot of things I wanted to do um, that I wasn't allowed to do. And it wasn't nothing as major as changing my gender. Um, I'm in support of anybody being who they truly are. Um, I'm gonna be who I am unapologetically, and I'm not gonna bite my tongue, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be me. And I'm going to do what I do, and it's going to be what it is. And I'm going to take any consequence that comes with that. But I don't know if I'm making that decision at 12. I don't know if I should have been given the right to make that decision. And that's my only issue. I think who you are and what you do are two different things. So, like, when you're saying, you know, you shouldn't be at home, that's because of certain decisions that you may make. You may not be, you know, you probably would do something just because your mama told you not to because that's just how kids are. But I feel like who you are has a lot to do with people identifying with different genders or doing how they, you know, loving how they feel, doing whatever um, they want to try to fit how they feel, right? Because why does a, <clears throat> a transgender man want to become a woman? He feels like a woman, so now as much as possible he wants to look how he feels. Um, so I think it's a little bit different from a 12-year-old saying, hey, I wake up every day feeling like a woman Versus, hey, mom, dad, can I go do this? Like, that's different in my eyes. That was good. Um, give me a second to think of something to say, then I'm going to come back and, and be just win this argument. JB, okay. Um, help me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, children's feelings and inclinations, um, Ooh, they inclination. come in. He about to be in the harvest all you. Okay. They they tend to come and go, but um, I feel like especially in those puberty ages, you need to you need to understand and establish a baseline. And part of I think what happened with D Wade's kid is because the I mean what we've known is this has been going on for years. Like this identity crisis has been happening for years, you know, um, and that's okay. Like, to be perfectly frank, I don't know how I would respond to that situation because I've never dealt with it. However, I do know that gender identity is something that is established in the home and by the parents first. It, it like, I don't remember knowing when I was a boy because there was never a question in my mind what I was, right? And there was never a question because it was something that was basically told to me by my parents. It was something that I grew up with. And it was something that I think all of us grew up with, right? Am I, I'm not speaking yeah, yeah, out of no, line. You're saying exactly what I said yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> last um, week, you me. <laughs> well, I mean, I also said this on Facebook in one of, in one of our uh, Facebook chats. I was like, you know, I mean, because he was saying like, like gender identity questions were something that existed for his child at the age of three. And I'm like, what? Like, like how, like, how could that even be possible? My kids knew what they were because basically I told them. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not something that naturally occurs to them. So how could it occur to them to think outside of that unless those questions are inserted? You know what I'm saying? 
I, I influence it. I get that, but I don't get it. It's almost like there's a rule, but there's exceptions to every rule. So your parents telling you that you're a boy or whatever, when you started feeling like, well, I am a man, it all makes sense to you. But when you're told you're a boy and all of a sudden you feel like, well, I identify more with mom and how I feel than I do with dad. Now it's like, well, I know I'm a boy. That's when the questions start going. Well, I've been told I'm a boy. I'm supposed to be a boy, but I don't feel like a boy. But the male and the female body is physically different. Thank you. So it has Thank nothing you. to do with what you've been told. Thank. You. Well, okay, but I and so where I let where I came from was, I was told this because of what I could see and because what I was shown. I wasn't like, hey, hey, little nigga, you got a dick, so you're a boy. Like it, it was really just that simple. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it didn't really. It wasn't. It didn't become much deeper than that until it became much deeper than that as I grew older and I was taught to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Right. So but, it starts with that. So I kind of go back to three years old for D Way because that's where he says it started for him and his son. And I'm like, at three, like you're not getting into questions of manhood or honor or. But when you, know, you start wanting pink. Or wearing a tutu or something like that. That's when the question comes in. And that's why I was speaking about questioning. That's almost sexist. But, I mean, people just be like, no, you know... You know, boys like these. No, that's a girl toy. Right. right. No, yeah, boys yeah. do this. But like, I, that's I, stuff that you say and that in subconsciously they, they pick up on it. Do we I still didn't. sit there in 2020? That's a girl that's, toy? That's a boy toy? I didn't. I actually I, I, didn't. I think we stopped saying it. Oh, I think the... the the woke, whatever the fuck you want to call them, the right. people that are sensitive to the world and all that shit. I don't think we do that no more. Yeah. So I think that D-Way's child, and I, I think D-Way's child could have wanted a tutu or wanted a pink toy, and, and it would have been acceptable because it's 2020. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. I think I still have some. That's like that um, celebrity woman that's raising her boys as girls. Um, fuck. Uh, I know you're talking about. It ain't Angelina Jolie. It's the other one. That um um. God damn it. She's she's married to another celebrity dude. It's not Brandon Angelina. She's I think she's married to JB. I'm not. I can't remember. <laughs> Nicole Kidman or somebody. It's like Nicole Kidman or somebody. One of them. Blonde one of them jumps. white ladies. One of them yeah. Blonde, blonde red hair joints. The JB like. I probably do like her. I, I fuck her with the redheads. Charlize? Charlize? Oh, man. I, I thought like it was her. Charlize Theron. I like her. It's her it's doing it. Yep. Yeah, I that, thought that's it was a boy. Charlize yeah. Theron. So, so JB that but she has another one, too, I think, because it's another one I saw today with two of them. And I fuck this with is her, her from, adopted son. I fuck with her from, not from Hitch, from um the Wilson movie when he was a superhero. Hancock. 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 She was and sexy as shit at Hancock. Hancock. I don't fuck with her no more. She adopting these black kids and changing their genders yeah. and shit. This shit weird to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she is. And I'm, I, well, let me say it this way, because I want to be very sensitive. Um, cause we That's do very have, different, though. Like, that's very separate. Yeah. So I don't want to so compare apples like, to oranges to make a point, because the D-Wade situation is very different from this one. Yeah, it is. Thank you. But it's still... 
weird. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that if you're like trying to force your child to be something, that's totally different than your child coming to you and being like, Daddy, I feel like a girl. That's yeah. very different. Yeah. Thank and, you for and saying for the that. record, I think the child is too young, but I applaud Dwayne, Gabrielle, and the actual birth mother who's kind of drifting into oblivion throughout all of this. Um, I support them and like the brothers and sisters, like you said, for supporting Zaya. And I'll support Zaya by saying Zaya instead of Zaya and saying she instead of he. But I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of fake doing that because I don't. I, I think that's a he, he to me. But I don't want to be disrespectful and I want to be supportive, so I'll say she. But if you but if you put me on a lie detector test, I'm like, eh, that's a boy. Yeah. But I mean you don't well, have because to because as of right now. He is. He is. It'll, it'll always but be to he me. He just likes to be called. Yeah, but it'll always be that way to me. Because this is how I this is how I looked at it. Like, okay, how, how do we feel about transgender? Like how do we accept it? Do we this? Do we that? What do we think? Is it our business? What what's going on? And then I was like, if I really believe it then I can have sex with a transgender woman. I could date a transgender woman if I really believe that's a woman. And I had to talk to myself, and I was like, I don't believe it. I don't. I will support. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. Right. <laughs> um, what? No, it's, it's a joke. Because uh, last night... Um, <laughs> last night at the um, show... Um, and people on Twitter and, and Facebook have been saying this. Whenever you make a comment about Zaya, it's not your business what they do. And I'm like, bitch, he keep telling me about it. Dwayne Wade do a press conference every other day with updates on Zaya. It is my fucking business now. If you're going to tell him, give me an update every day. If, you don't want, if it ain't my business, keep it in your goddamn house. I didn't ask to know about you. I didn't, ask, I didn't interview him. Man, so what's going on with your son? Does he like pink or not? It, it is none of my business until you tell me every day. And once you tell me every day... Then it's everybody's business. Yeah. But I think you can voice an opinion without attacking someone. One. I, I, yeah. I and, people. and two, you yeah. don't have to accept it to respect it. Yes. So there yeah. are certain things yes. that I may not accept um, or have Vote. to accept it or believe it. But I, I can respect it just like we should yeah. respect everyone's opinion. Just like even though we all don't think the same, I'm like, well... That's how you feel about it. Right. Right. And like I said, I, I'm going to call her Zaya, and I'm support. I'm happy with That's Dwayne very Wade big of you. I like that. It's just, what else am I going to do? Right. It ain't about me. I'm like, no, you, you, right. But some people are like that, though. But you know, you know, you know what I really learned it? And I don't want to say too long on this, but I had a job where there was a transgender woman at my job. And... At first, she would come around, and, you know, because you know, I was new. So they'd be like, you know, hey, you like the job so far? This and I'm like, and I would always interact like it was a dude. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what's up, young? Shit, chilling. Nah, it's cool, it's cool. I ain't nothing. What you doing tomorrow? All right, bet you watching the game? All right, bet, bet. And the people would be like, dog, you got to stop. And I'm like, that's a nigga. What do what, what, what you want me to say? Like, you got to stop. You talk to him like you talk to well, him. But that's cause, crazy because, I mean, she's still watching sports and, and kicking shit. Right. So that's cool. Right. But I was always, um, and I'm, I'm a big flirt, so you know when I talk to ladies in the office, well, not, not anymore. Me too. I don't do any of this anymore. Well, when I, you know when I'm, I'm flirty, I'm hey, how you doing, oh, girl? Da, da, da. And I would never act that way with her. Mm-hmm. And we were in a meeting, so everybody knew the difference, and they would tease me about it all the time. We were in a meeting, and I had to refer to her in one of her statements. And I was like, that's a nigga. And, and at that moment, I was like. I'm not going to make this person feel uncomfortable. 
Right. Like, fuck how right. I feel. Fuck what I think. And I was like, well, she stated the obvious because when we did it, and everybody was like. But I was like, if I say what I think, it's going to make them feel a way. Like, why the fuck do I yeah. want them to feel any way? Yeah. You, don't, you ain't work trying to do your job. Now you got me fucking with you. Why, you know yeah. why so get that's, under that's personal when the light shit bulb at went all? Off. And I was like, it ain't about me, dog. Fuck exactly. what I think. It's about that person. Don't make that person feel fucked up because of your fucking shit. And that's where the light bulb clicked for me. I agree. Uh, but it hasn't clicked for JB yet. Maybe you guys can help JB. Wow. <laughs> really? It hasn't the lights was on me, JB. They was both looking at me like, what you got to say, nigga? What you do? <laughs> oh, shit. So, so he was like, here's JB. Slide <laughs> him right up under that bus. <laughs> Kick his ass right into the street. Thank you for that. <laughs> this is all good. <laughs> all right. Our, anything else you guys want to add? I don't. No. Okay. Our Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award. So we give out a set up stupid award every week for somebody who yes, says something that's stupid, and it's named after your president, Donald Trump. So the Donald Trump set up. Wow, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I saw the. the, the well, anyway, so um, Donald Trump, <laughs> a plan. Are you a Donald Trump? Stupid? No, she's not. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Don, um, so the Donald Trump set up stupid award um, goes to JB's old frat buddy. Wow. Wow. Former mayor of uh, Bullshit. Really Gloomberg, Mike Gloomberg. Bloomberg. 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 Really gloom. Can you stop playing with the dog while we doing the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, dogs and shit in here. Right. Now. It's lit. It's lit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Bloomberg um was uh he said a few things about minorities. He said a few things about the um well, JB, can you break down what he said about the real estate industry and how that, you know, the, the redlining and all that shit? Yeah, I'm going to geek out for a second, y'all. Basically, what he said was that um, the real estate market caused a crash in the economy because, and he put it the wrong way, but basically he was saying that banks were lending money to poor people and broke people, and that fucked up the whole industry. Um, he oversimplified it, and he tried to make it sound like it was broke people's fault for getting involved in the real estate market, when in reality, what it was was a variety of scam jobs. Like, we had ARMs, which are adjustable rate mortgages. We had what are called liar's loans, where you'd pay an extra point on your interest rate so you didn't have to declare any of your tax statements if you were an entrepreneur. So you could literally lie and say you were making a half a million dollars a year and pay an extra point on a half a million dollar house to show no tax returns to show that you earn that much money, right? This is what was going on. Bloomberg elided over all of that and basically said, oh yeah, white men gave out money to poor people and that's why the economy crashed. And it was fucked up and stupid, right? Um, he was trying to pander to that particular audience, but then he he kind of doubled down on the dumb shit new during this debate. Like he was drab, he was boring, and none of what he said resonated with the Democratic audience. He gave no real apology. He gave no right. real um, explanation. He just kind of tried to gloss over everything, including comments he's made about women, and it just. He sounded like an old white man. Yeah, and he's a billionaire. He's buying off um, all the black mayors. I know a few mayors of cities you've lived in have all 
Um, subscribe to him now when they're all backing him. I don't. Is that what you're going to? I, we'll talk about it. But um, it's just weird. How big like, was your check from Bloomberg? I mean, everybody got a check from Bloomberg. You're supporting him, right? Right. I, Fuck Only y'all knew. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I cannot give, I cannot give out my Illuminati secrets right now. <laughs> I'm going to shut up right now. <laughs> um, so the debate was, I mean, he lost. He wouldn't. You knew the questions were coming, and you weren't prepared. You just kind of. Uh, I just, I just, I stop. Stop at first was the huge one. I, I, I mean, it, it wasn't. It, that's the. It wasn't the best. I, it, it, nigga, you had a year to prepare for this. It's like, like. Ask me where I was at last night. Like, but like, you jealous? I'm like, where was you last night? Where was you at last night? I was with JB. Who's chilling? See how easy that was, JB. Who's chilling? Bloomberg. Try this. <laughs> Practice. Practice your lie. Not, not, that, not that I lie and not that my boys lie for me. I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I am. No, no, just, no. Me. no there are you are, sure? Because you, no you kind of lie like really good. Real good Whoa. and very quick. Me? Yes. You're what like is? on it. What about I, I mean, you, you, it's like. It's, it's just convincing. For the, it's for the camera. It's convincing. Well, what camera. about before we started recording? We were having that conversation. I wasn't and you were like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Specific memory. <laughs> so the DeAndre, you remember that? Did you catch it? Before we started recording? It was dangerous because yeah, I too you. Absolutely. So the photograph was a really good movie. It's all about love and trust. <laughs> <laughs> and trust. And Lord. trust. Okay. Okay. Um, so um we'll move on from uh, JB's uh, fat brother Bloomberg. Um, I will say this. Um, don't let this Deontay Wilder uh, fury shit and this whole thing with D-Wade and his son and the whole thing with Boosie and Wendy Williams, don't let none of this distract you from what's really going on. That's all I had to say. So what's oh, really, really going, going on? on? Bernie, Sanders, right. <laughs> Bernie Sanders just won the Nevada caucus and what's Nevada? It's Nevada. Um, Caucus, and he's in a lead for the Democratic Party, so it's looking like Bernie has a really good chance of pulling this thing off, and that's what you need to pay attention to. If you like Bernie, great for you. If you don't like Bernie, you need to pay attention to this. The primaries are coming up for this, uh, for the Democratic nominee, and you should probably vote. Um, yeah, it's a... It's, it's coming a up soon. You should register now. Register now. Register now. When, is, when should they register? Now. Oh, I'm like, you can register any... I thought you were asking me a real question because I'm like, um, you can do it at any point. Yeah, you <laughs> My can, bad. You now. Can go online. now. <laughs> where, should, where should they register? I'm not into it. Okay. J JB, when, when <laughs> should they register? Now. Okay. Right. So, now. <laughs> yeah. And I want to make a point to that because a lot of the reason... Well, even though Hillary won the popular vote and um, Trump still won the election, um, that was the first time since, I believe, the Gore and the yep. Bush yep. Um, running, I guess you could call it. And a lot of the reason for Hillary, like the Democratic side, y'all need to realize that splitting votes or not voting because you feel like you don't like the person that's running, um, that's hurting us more than helping us, 
So you kind of have to pick Preach. the lesser of the evils and just vote in a way that someone can actually win. Um, so if Bernie's leading, let's get behind Bernie, people. I mean, does your vote really count? How do you, topic for another day. No, I, you know what? <laughs> give us, give we us are, the, the give us the clip notes. So uh, uh, break it down. Yeah, because, how do you feel about it for real? I just don't think it counts. To a degree, it doesn't count if it can hurt what the, their agenda is. That's true. I think I it's all pre-chosen. Their agenda is yeah. already pre-chosen. I had an econ teacher that kind of broke down how our votes really don't count. <laughs> but it's, I still it's based always based on electoral college, which means the votes count a little bit. So I think the thing is they count. They don't count as much as we think they count. Because unless you go so far as to say this is a preordained system, this is the Illuminati, and it's already set up, and this is just a puppet show, you can feel that way. I didn't vote. I didn't vote for Clinton, Bill Clinton. I'm old enough to have been able to vote for a long time. I didn't. I was against voting for the lesser of two evils because the lesser of two evils is still evil. So I did a thing where I didn't vote until I was like in my 30s. Um, Obama was my second time ever voting in my life, and I could have voted like. Four more times or some shit, uh, but I voted for him because he was black and I wanted the country to change and all that shit. And I, I, first time I was like, "Oh, America!" Because uh, you know, five percent. Yeah, like, they America. decided to give us one. Yeah, they yeah, they give us yeah. one. So I do not believe my vote counts as much as I wanted to, and I do not like any of the candidates, any of them. I don't like nobody. I don't like Bernie. I don't like Trump. I don't. I don't like nobody. But I'm voting just as part of the process. It's not going to take me but a couple minutes. I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. And I also feel like I know I vote and I should vote more than I do. But I know I vote because for minorities, it's something that our ancestors or the people who came before us fought so hard for us to do. And so it's something that I want to continue to happen because what will happen, regardless of how we feel, um, it makes it easier for them to do certain things when we're not voting because now they can start saying, well, minorities only vote such and such percentage of minorities and blah, 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 whatever else. So it's actually a lot bigger than just feeling like my vote doesn't count. Like, I think it means so much more. But anyway, that's a little bit on a deeper level. But that, that's that's what we do. Regina, that's what we do here. Bree. Regina. Um. um. For me, voting <laughs> voting is uh, voting is a citizen's exercise, and it's an important one because it it affects actually what's going on locally more than it does federally. Absolutely. So, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I became I became practiced in voting from I, I think the first time I voted was when I was like twenty, and I voted every single time ever since. But it's been mainly for the local elections more so than the federal elections because the local elections is where you really see an impact. You know, I was able to vote. I was able to be. I was able to participate in things like voting for free health care in Massachusetts or voting for more gun control in Massachusetts. You know, those types of like groundbreaking legislation started on the local level, you know what I'm saying? And that's why we need to become practiced in voting because believe it or not, it is actually the state senators, it is actually the state government who influences the vote of the electoral college. And you, you vote state senators by voting locally or voting often. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you need to become active in the political process because it will affect your daily life on a local level. And then that will transcend to a federal level. 
you said something there. It, it that is true. <laughs> that yeah. is true. It's more important yeah. for your local Sorry, leaders. Sorry, I needed to geek out on you for a second. And we've but. been we've been preaching that on this show since the since the Obama elections. That's like how we got the moniker the Black CNN is voting locally. Like voting locally is where change happens. Um, the everyday change. Because people say, I don't care who's in office, Trump or Obama, my life gonna be the same. That's because of your local legislation, your um, your local vote. So we've been proponents of that. We've been out there and, and, and we'll continue to do so. Um, very well said, James Brown Frank. Um, all right, our Nipsey Hustle Award. And this is one DeAndre is so excited about. <laughs> our Nipsey Hustle Award goes to me and JB's hometown, DC, for making go go hey. music. The official music of DC, right? Legislatively, by law, the official music yes. of DC. Do y'all know what Go Go wow. is? Well, I know you from DMV. Oh shit, yeah, you too. You from back home? Yeah, yeah, that's not from DC, DMV. Do you know what Go Go is? Yes, you do. I like it better live though. Of course, of course. Then, you know, of course. They, that is an excellent thing to say. Yes, live. Yes. Yeah. It depends on that is best to make a 1980s go-go beat. I was like, what's going on over there? Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> then I started hearing something that sounded a little bit like a beat. I was like, oh, okay. And you, you know what's funny? He doesn't have Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I didn't catch that earlier. <laughs> you know you know what's funny to me? Um, the origin, the so-called origin of twerking through rap music is New Orleans, right? Like we've been doing that in DC since I was like four. Oh my god! Like like twerking, yeah. really? Oh, I can't say really. It was but called it freaking back in the it day. Was freaking. That was Girl, really sh- back in the day, huh? Yeah, we, it was crazy. Like where Essence made the song "Work the Walls." Work the Walls is a song that that calls ladies to the floor to dance. But this is the unique thing about it: men would stand with their back against the wall, and girls would, I guess, what we call now, twerk on them. Frontwards or backwards, and you would just stand on the wall. The song's called Work the Walls. So whenever you hear, and they hear the Tarzan scream, oh, work the walls, yeah. You run to a wall. Work the wall, work the wall. So you just, you just yeah. get on the wall, and then you put the hot, the hot dog in the bun, and you just dance. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Hot dog in the bun? I think they do. You know, it's sideways because it's, it's a bun. I know. I I I, I think they you put know it what in it means. the bu- no, at the party. Oh, see, okay. I'm sorry. You have to be direct for, for me. Okay, I see. Not literally, but you're okay. You're not. No, nobody's. Fuck. Well, people probably was fucking. That, that's why I was asking. But, I, mean, I mean, that is something that could happen. I was like, is yeah. that what was going on back oh, no, 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 way back in the day when you guys were coming up? Oh, you put way too many A's in there. <laughs> way. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh no. So, uh, shout out to DC for getting it right. Indeed. Um they had a movement going where the white you know, DC is gentrified, so it's mostly Absolutely. white people now. And all the niggas have been forced out to the suburbs in PG yes. Maryland, where Brittany grew up. Um, suburbs, really, you know, affluent. But um, anyway, so now they're all out there, and then they're <laughs> Boy, wrong, you be lying. Yeah. What I do? What I do? Wrong, young. And he threw F under the bus. Too. <laughs> I wonder. I, I wonder how much of this, like, they actually believe when you be <laughs> adding in your insert. None, you know None of it. None of it. It's all bullshit. Bullshit. Mm. 
Yeah, you're harmonizing with me now. Oh God, <laughs> off key harmony. Kick Jesus Christ, back goes. He did it twice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So um, they get one of my Nipsey Hustle awards, and of course it, it was the Grind and Shine award. But after Nipsey's passing, one of our favorite rappers, we wanted to any um, achievement, any excellence in achievement in this award will have his name on it so we don't let his name die down. So you always hear his name on our show every week. So our second Nipsey Hustle Award winner is Janae Dubois. You like how I did that, Joe, right? Yeah. And that's um, Walona from Good Times who played mm -hmm. the neighbor, the foster mother to Penny, the one that JB used to in the light, when the nighttime on the VHS when the dark and the parents went around and he was... You're awful. He would shoot. He would that's, shoot, he would that's, shoot that's also bullshit, kickbackers. You, oh, that is also bullshit. You never jumped on to Alona? Alona? That is also bullshit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have you? Bings, you never jumped on to Alona? No, but I would. <laughs> She's dead Have now. You, you heathen. Huh? Have you? Huh? That's a yes. No, nah, not, not Alona. But at that age, yeah, it was yeah. Penny. Um, and keep in mind, I was like eight, nine, and, and Janet Jackson's character was like fifteen. So you know, it, it wasn't that bad. And then, but she, what was her name? Charmaine, and she was on different strokes. I would have gave her some different strokes. Boy. I tell you, I'm, I'm not playing with you. Do y'all remember different strokes at all? Arnold. Yes, it does. It no, I think that was. Oh, about yeah, I know. I say that. I like know the show, but I'm not like that. I know the show, but not like that. Okay. Oh, and for you guys who don't know, if you ever watched the Jeffersons, uh, Jeanine Dubois sang the theme song to the Jeffersons. The beans don't burn, burn in the kitchen. Took a whole lot of grill. Took a whole lot of trying just to get up there. Now we up in the big leagues. They're not chasing back. Don't you mean it? Do me, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Said we were going to do a musical selection this episode, so there it was. Session chocolate. Session chocolate. I, I really like can't this. believe at first I was like, oh, this is cute. And then I was like, oh, so they're going to do the whole, the whole intro. <laughs> they the did whole do one. The, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we old. It happens. This sofa, sofa karaoke is a real thing in here. You see, you see, you see the albums on the wall? You grab anyone off, throw them a player, oh, and yeah. have at it. I can see. We finally got a piece of the pie. It's the rock. I don't know what that was. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. It felt, it felt right, though. Um, I would never... <laughs> I'm trying to modernize it. I'm trying to get it modern. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we the best. <laughs> like, hey, I'm like, trying to modernize it. <laughs> what? You feel me, right? Okay. So, like, I so, thought you well, a little no. bit. Okay. All right. So our Netflix <laughs> and chill segment is going to start with. I'm about to say a notebook. Again. <laughs> the photograph. And then mm. the photograph was the movie, ladies. 
That was about love, passion, Gotta have the range. stability. Sounds like there's rain outside. You know they always have Oh, the rain, oh, the rain. Yeah. Yeah, ladies, so there's a lot of times where a man meets a woman, and it may not be the right time, but she is the right woman. And you let that woman know. And she put the fuck with that. She's scratching over there. I'm like, Brittany. That was dope, though. That was dope, though. It threw me off because I was like, I was like, what? Is she bringing it back? Like, what's going on? What's going on here? Come on, she felt it. Young. What a show. That's a whole segment. We're going to clip that whole piece. Young. So, the photograph. Um, for y'all to know me, I know I'm crazy. I like all this crazy shit. I like Scott Face and all this gangster shit. But I do love romantic comedies. I love romance movies. I love love. Um, mainly because I don't really experience it. Like, I'm a nigga, so I don't really go through all that. I never been married, all that shit. So, when I see movies where it's like, I love you so much it hurts, I'm like, oh shit, that sound good. I want to love somebody so much it hurt. God damn. So, I'm always like infatuated with these movies because they be feeling shit I don't be feeling. I'm like, oh, I'm going to feel that shit one day. Heart, oh, I'm in love. Um, so I love love movies because I don't experience love like that. So I'd be like, oh, I bet that shit is crazy. And um, I was able to get that feeling from the movie in different scenes. Um, when uh, it, just even with him knowing that, well, spoiler alert, it's been weeks. You guys should have fucking seen the movie, um, uh, Kickbackers. Um, but um, it's a story of love. It was a gentleman doing trying to interview. I guess doing interviews for his newspaper, and he ran across another gentleman, and it was a photograph that caught his eye. He decided to explore that angle, and he wound up meeting the daughter of the woman who took the photograph. And they, through their weird way, they wound up beginning to date, uh, meaning they kept kind of bumping into each other, running into each other, and um, eventually decided to take it to the next really? level. Yeah, remember they saw him at the, he saw him at the party? No, but I think he was like supposed to go with her, right? But she ended up not. No, he. I didn't know that part. I went to. The, I don't know. I think I went to the bathroom. Somebody missed that part. All I know is they didn't like weirdly bump into each other. At, at like, that, that premiere, I didn't know. I think they were supposed to talk at some point. Like we're gonna talk and and maybe we'll go out. And then they bumped into each other at the event. And she's like, I don't know who's going to be. He's like, well, you should have invited me. I think he was more like. No, <laughs> he wanted to see her, so he bought tickets. You didn't see that? I, I think he I was in the bathroom. showed it in the library. I was in the bathroom. He was in, like, the library or something. I was in the bathroom. You know you go to the bathroom, you don't see the whole oh. movie. And you tell the person, like, hey, let me know so if I missed something. So he, like, went after and what he wanted. they don't tell you the part you missed. <laughs> and so you don't know what you missed. Oh, Boy. Yeah. That part wasn't that important. Says the person who came to the right, <laughs> <laughs> who didn't tell you about what you missed. So, <laughs> well, what else? My bad. <laughs> I was, I'm sitting here like, 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 I'm, I'm y'all, like they were looking at me. into each other. They that was set up. Uh, well, thank you for telling me because <laughs> somebody didn't. Obviously, I, so I started talking, y'all was like, You're wrong. That's what I was led to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get back with my team. Go, go over our answer again. <laughs> you know what he had went like, after her. Yeah. Like, 
he had wanted her, so he would set it up to where. And so why didn't they go together? She just didn't go with him. She just blew him off? No. <laughs> so why didn't they go together? Because she didn't. This is going to be an interesting she review. had the capacity to know how to love someone like him. Just to go so to she did, date? Yeah, so she didn't invite him like out did, they went to it. Right. That was after that, though. What I'm, what I'm saying is, did they have a plan to go to that particular event together? Or did they just bump into each other randomly at that event? Well, it wasn't random for him. It was random for her. He knew she was going to be there. Yeah. Okay, did they have a conversation where he wanted to go with her? And she was supposed to let him go no, with her? No, she was supposed to call him, I think, and she never About did. About that event or just call him in no, general? No, in general. Him in general. Right, so they did bump into each other. No, he knew <laughs> she was going to be there, so oh, that's she why bought he tickets. Went. He yeah. bought tickets because he knew she was going to be yes. there. Oh, okay. So he, like, okay. went for her. He's like, okay, if you're not going to call me, then I'm going to pop up. Okay, when you say he went for her, like, that, that's, almost, that's almost like, baby, I, yeah. Um, they, um... Please, um, they um. How old is that phone? That tone sounds really. <laughs> we should, I don't know. <laughs> Ask him. <laughs> no, I was asking. I don't think he wanted to answer. Oh, that's a phone. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like a little Game Boy or something. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. A oh, Nintendo shit. throwback. Hey, Jonah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so I find it hilarious that all three of these motherfuckers saw the movie and it's in here arguing over what happened. Because I was right to begin with. <laughs> well, he obviously much. don't know what was going on in the movie. <laughs> oh my stars! Hold on. Well, I never. I do know what's going on. They, you didn't they, miss much. It was boring to me. I, I saw people saying that. I enjoyed it. I mean. I enjoyed it. it. Was a dude. I enjoyed the stuff about the mother. Find out those secrets. I enjoyed the fact that um he was a little conflicted on how to move in a relationship. Cause a nigga, we always a little like, yeah, 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 yeah. and then um <laughs> when the little nieces was snitching, I was like, oh, this is crazy. They was like, you're not Ashanti, and she was like, who's Ashanti? My uncle knew loves Ashanti. Like who's Ashanti? You know, you gotta, you know, you know what I'm saying. But I don't think it was never him. What was never him? Huh? What? Like. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't like, know. no, like you said how, how he would like move in the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I think the issue was her. I agree. Mm -hmm. Like, I like I, I think for once, he actually knew what he wanted, and no matter what, he was gonna try to figure it out. It was her it's that you, didn't know. The woman. No, it's no, not. that's not true, that's not and that's true. why I think the movie was so interesting because it did allow women to understand how sometimes they can self sabotage relationships. It's not always just the man, and then with finding out the background of her mom, you realize why it was so tough for her to love because her mother didn't display that love. So I I liked it in a sense of it did give like a full perspective of understanding people's frame of reference and that being why people act and feel the way that they do. That was a very incisive review. That was excellent. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I actually kind of want to see the movie now. You should. You should. But 
I feel like it only happened like that because they both were getting to know her past. A lot of times when that happens in our real world, people are not open with who they are and what they've been through. So it comes off as if like you're playing games when you just don't really know how to open up and don't know how to be your true self. Right. That's people that's don't communicate true. that. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's true. Well said. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm, I do my, I'm just over communicating. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what it is. You ain't never got guess from me. So you I'm about to wonder. choke you right now. I just yeah, want to see yeah. how this yeah. how this makes you feel. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. So in three minutes and thirty two seconds, I'm I'm gonna choke you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, that that's yeah. I'm gonna have those conversations. I don't think nobody on earth has to wonder how I feel about them or where we stand. I think all my niggas know. I think all the ladies know. You you know where you stand with me. I, I'm open book. Um, I think that's key. It is. I think I'm a lot more open in my friendships than I am relationship wise. Why is that? Tell us more. <laughs> Thank you, Ayana. You gonna fix my life? I'm gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some incense. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I mean, and it's funny because I am pretty guarded as far as like relationships are concerned, but you would be surprised because I, I grew up experiencing like my parents being together. They're still together. Um, I saw a healthy marriage. Like my parents didn't like go off and, you know, argue in front of us. They would disagree, but to a certain extent, there were certain things that we didn't see or know or anything to the, of that nature. Um, so you would think like I would have a more be more open and be more vulnerable. Wow. Um, but I'm not for some reason. And so yeah. Interesting. I mean, how I look at it is were you gonna say something? Um Well, well I was and I changed my mind. No, go ahead. The floor no, the, mic, okay. the floor is yours. This is your show. This is this the is a pod named DeAndre. <laughs> I like the way that sounds, actually. <laughs> um, well, I guess I'll go into what I was going to say. Um, I look at shit. Just had a brain farts. This is it was a sound alarm. Nobody got my pun just now. There was everybody. Nobody got it. It wasn't funny. Okay, nah, cool. I was. I yeah. got it. It just wasn't funny. Cut the mic off. Cut the mic off, Jamie. You can tell who's more of the communicator, right? Deandre going to let you know. Yeah, I'm too open. No such thing. Yes, it is. You can be super open. Shout out to Tara Dennis, our mate from Australia with a new podcast. Yeah. Super open. Me and JB are both on it. Um, yeah. A lot of fun. Segway promotion. The homie. Um, That's cool. Yeah, you should go on there. Why do you, you think you're too there. open, D? Um, I feel like I've experienced a lot more hurt than I should have. If I was more guarded, then I wouldn't have. Okay, so your heart is open. You mean like open is like your heart is open as opposed to your communication style is open? Yeah, well, I'm really, yeah. Well, my, I don't think I'm too open communication-wise, but sometimes I feel like people don't know how to handle that, and they don't know how to um, take it and understand it. I, when, when you're guarded with your heart, you're going to naturally be guarded with your communication as well. There's going to be certain things that you may feel but, or think, but you're not going to say. But then, like, some people 
who don't know how to communicate communicate mistake communication for like arguing or being upset so that's always been an issue too with me because i'm i'm a very great communicator and i will communicate anything on how i feel yeah i agree with you i feel you me too um and it is doubly bad for me because of my voice so i could be like well i think this and it's like you're you're yelling i'm like it's my voice it's my voice <laughs> my, my parents, I don't know what the fuck they do. It's my fucking voice. <laughs> you sound so aggressive. All right, it's my voice. I always sound this way. You want some TV dinner? <laughs> it's how I talk. <laughs> what did they ever say on uh, DMX? Hey, yo, bitch, what's the answer to number four? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, we in a restaurant. Nigga, why are you yelling? <laughs> um, I had, a, I had a, um, it just breaking down like relationships and being guarded. And I had a telling a lady on Twitter the other day. Like, I would rather not be guarded and go into the relationship and get hurt because love is, like, the greatest thing to experience. So I it's agree. Like if you always guard it, you'll never experience that great thing called love. Right? I agree. I wonder who I told that to. Anyway. um, You showing out, boy. <laughs> so, our... Oh, he goes... That's what we was talking about the other night. Was Mira was talking about that the other night, and I saw the post. Yeah, oh. and so I asked a question on Twitter, and remember I told you I said everybody chose being guarded was worse because we yeah. were trying to figure out like the question came up because she's like, well, I'm really open, and so I've you know been hurt, and I'm not gonna say that I haven't been like hurt, um, but I haven't been it hasn't been like a heartbreak from love. It's been from something else, and so I was like, I wonder what's worse, like being so guarded that you don't experience love. I mean, and then when I say love, I mean as far as not just, you know, by a man. It could be any relationships, like any relationships. I'm just open, period. Like when I love someone, I give them my all, no matter what relationship it is. I'm going to give you my all and be loyal to you. So that's more so what I was talking about. I feel you. And and I don't really, I I said this shit last night, I don't date strangers. I don't date somebody like, I don't know you, you don't know me, let's go on a date. Like, I date friends, I date people that I I know. And so, my... That's kind of weird. It's weird? I think what he means is his... How do you know new people? I think his... Well, I kind of get to know them first. before. But wouldn't that be a date? Ooh, does this segue into what is considered a date? Sure, let's let's do it. Um, With me, like... I don't, it's never, never, right? So there are women that I met on Monday and we went out Wednesday. So it's never, never. But as a general rule, I don't typically date total strangers. It's usually like I met you through a friend or, or we were here before, or we were there before. It's not like, hey, my name is New. Hey, my name is Ashanti. And then we go on a date and I don't know you. Shout out to Ashanti though. But um, it's never like, it, it's very rarely that. Um, and that's because my best relationships, most of my relationships started off, we were friends. We had like a legit friendship. So I I don't know what it's like to just to date somebody romantically but not have a friendship. You know, I have like being comfortable. I don't know. I don't know. I've never looked at it as, as why I choose that. Is that what that that's what that speaks to? I mean, I feel like it you don't want to try something new. You like something that you already comfortable with. I don't know if I, I feel like try you di- dating new. someone that you don't know that's would be going out your comfort zone. 
It's a great point, actually. Well, I do date women that I don't <laughs> know very the well. The kind of like, statements that make you go, hmm. I'm saying, but it, but but there's still someone that you know that knows them. Right. Well, but they, I mean, there of course. So they're, it's still they're, that they're, sense they're of just, like comfortability that. That's that's what's normal. It's not a hundred percent that. Oh, that's okay. just what's normal. That's um, if you could put a percentage on it, that's seventy percent. I don't know. Okay. Um, but um, even like somebody on Facebook, you know, we might be chatting on Facebook or friends on Facebook and be commenting on each other posts. I kind of get an idea of who you are a little bit. And then we may take it to the inbox, and then we may take it to the phone. But at that point, kind of, I know how you feel about Trump. I know how I feel about Tupac and Biggie. I know how you feel about sex toys. Well, you know, whatever we talk about on Facebook. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I have an idea of who you are. And then if we date, I have that, whatever that idea is. Does that make sense at all? Am I it does. Okay. So um, it's not like, it's, it, it happens, but it's rare that I meet a woman on Friday, and we talk twice, and then we go out on a date, and then we just start dating. That's okay. rare, but it happens. I mean, it definitely happens, um, but it's just not as it's just not as uh, as prevalent as the other times. Um, what the hell was we talking about before we got on that? Being guarded and being open. Yeah, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I had something movie. good for that. I had something good. Or, or, or the photograph. Yeah. I had something good about being guarded and being open. Well, I was Shit. gonna I was gonna say this. I mean, part of part of what happens in a relationship a lot of times is um, that whole guarded thing as a two sided coin because it's not only you shielding your emotions or how you think about certain things or how you want to act, but it's also how you feel about certain things that your partner does. In the early aspects of dating, we tend to hide things that irritate us for real because we want to make a good impression, you know? And that's not really, yeah, and that's not really being real and open, you know? Like, if your laugh gets on my fucking nerves, like, I probably need to indicate that early <laughs> before it becomes a problem later. But that's the kind of bullshit that we hide sometimes in that early, <laughs> in those early stages. One, you know, that's another aspect of not truly being open. You know, that can happen. I feel you on that, and I don't date that way. I, I'm, I try to be my my most. I'm a lot to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't easy to date me. It ain't easy to be my friend. I'm a lot, and it, these me motherfuckers too. tell you. So I want to know how much you can take. So I ain't trying to hide shit from you. I might throw some shit your way. Like, can you? What you? How you gonna handle that? You know what I'm saying? I need to see what you gonna do so I can see how open I can be with you. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't look at it quite that way. Um, I try to be as open as possible, but I'm also not like Superman didn't go around telling people he allergic to kryptonite. So I'm not going around just giving you all my flaws and all my faults and all my uh, on day one. But at the same time, I need to know what you can deal with and what you can't. And I need to know that kind of early on. You know what I'm saying? So I, that's how I move into this shit. But I set the expectation that I'm super communicative. So it's like, you know, like, I want to tell you and you know, show you and we yeah. figure it out. I mean, I think that people who are guarded, they still are effective communicators. And they're still able to be themselves. So with the guard, it's it's almost like your ability to let anyone in. Um, I mean, I'm a guarded person. I've already said that. But even with my friendships, I'm not very trusting. And I don't call everybody my friend. Like, if I care about you or I, I deal with you, I do. If I don't, then I don't. Um, 
So I still think that like it doesn't hinder me from being a good person or being a genuine person to my friends or in a relationship. It's just that I'm not going to be as quick to communicate how I feel about something um, or give you information about me that's private. So that's not not me not being me. It's just well, how much of me do I want you to know? At this point. At this point, right. You have to like earn your stay with me. Like some people operate in a you're innocent until proven guilty, but I'm kind of like a you got to give me a reason to feel like I can trust you. Absolutely. And I I move very similar. And I know this is going to sound like an oxymoron, but it's really not. But like like I told you earlier, me and JB and our crew, the five, been best friends for 30 years. So what you think I'll act with a nigga from one year? I met a year ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, Billions told the story yesterday about when I started bringing him around, JB was like, hey, what's up, dog? You know, hey, how you doing? And, J- and JB and Billions had to earn his way into <laughs> JB. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just ain't know that nigga. He's been around eight years. He's been around eight years now. I just um, ain't know that nigga. That's my dog. Yeah. Like, that's my brother. Well, Jeremy's been around eight, well, he's been around me eight years, around JB even longer. Um... <laughs> And shit, Nicole been here for five years. How long you been, Nicole? Been like five years. Since, how long you been around? Three years. How long has it been? Four years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so boom. So I, I'm I'm guarded. It takes a a lot to get into my circle, but I don't disqualify you for bullshit. So I, I can. It, it's le- like me. It's levels to this shit. So you can be here and we're great. You can be here and we're great. You can be up here and. We're super great, but like, this isn't a bad place. This is just your place for now, right. or you know, whatever. Um, so I agree with that shit. I'm not letting anybody yeah. in. It, 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 exactly. It's like, I know what friendship really is. I know this nigga since I was. Well, I've known him since I was ten. We've been fucking brothers since I was twelve. So I know for real what friendship is. I know what it's like, you know, to be disappointed, to be angry, to be hurt, to be saved, to be counseled to be loved to be picked up on your worst day i got 30 years of that so when i meet you tomorrow i'm not it's you know I, when, I'm, when i'm gonna call you I, you know what i'm saying right after knowing that you know what i'm saying and it was like what i was telling deandre earlier i was like you know you seem like a good person you seem genuine but i i've known you for like four hours i can't really call you my best friend i don't see had the whole best friend thing we should do the best friend thing i was like guys i don't Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, about, he's about to go there, and she's like, "Don't do me." Don't do it. <laughs> all right, so, all right, so we got. Um, have you guys seen? So the photograph, see it or don't see it? I say see it. I say see it, and I say to see it. It's like a learning thing for me. That's why I loved it. I mean, of course, there wasn't a lot of action in it, um, it but it really did give, like, kind of a real depiction of what happens I mean, and why things it, happen. But you're going to be checking your phone while you're watching <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> At least go somewhere she you can like, get a drink and eat, it. too. It sit makes yeah. it a lot easier. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was please, eating. Please, drink, please go to the dine-in movies. Yeah, yeah for so sure. you didn't go to you know, the scene of Bichot. Yeah, I did. did Oh, yeah, so still, I, I was eating, <laughs> but I will say it was great acting. Yeah, it was. Like yeah. I love the really character acting. Lakeith it was. Stanfield, Issa Rae, Lil Rail, the um, two little kids that kept yeah. snitching. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was, felt it real. Acting. I will say that. Like yeah. I think it was some great acting. Yeah, I agree. 
So um, that's two and a half stars. <laughs> Damn. Out of how many? Well, only out of three, because ABS oh. has seen this. Out of three, he got two and a half out of three. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Go see it. You, give me your money. Black on black movies, black on business, all that good shit. Absolutely. Um, Snoop Dogg, who is the person who hurt Britney back in the day, the hazard so guarded, Snoop, is going to be on Red Table Talk Wednesday, guys, Facebook, um, Facebook TV. And you guys know we made Facebook popular with doing podcasts on Facebook. But um, shout out to Jada for doing her thing, too. And Snoop is going to be on, because um, we started that shit. But, you know, that's neither yeah, here nor there. Yeah, a year yeah, we started it. She but did. It's not yeah. neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, Snoop Dogg is going to be on the Red Table Talk discussing his uh, comments about Gail and the the issue with it and the apology for it and the next steps to move so we don't ever repeat. And this isn't a beat-up Snoop thing. This is just we're bringing knowledge to the people. And I've said this for about... Two, three months now. Jada Pinkett is our real life Olivia Pope from Scandal. She's the fucking gladiator. She's the fixer. Whenever you do something wrong, if you fuck your best friend's husband, go on Red Table Talk. If you take your daughter to the doctor and you take her hymen, go on Red Table Talk. If you, you know, you know just go on Red Table Talk. Just go in there. Jada um, Pinkett Smith, Olivia Pope is going to fix it. And I love the fact that she has that platform, and I love the fact that that's how she's using it. She's in beating our brothers up while our sisters up. She's having real conversations. She's pushing the culture forward, and she has the amazing ability to show you where you were right and where you were wrong without a lot of judgment. And then you get three generations of black women. So you got, yeah. from, from my age group, you got the mother, hey, mom, sorry, mom. You got Jada, hey, sis, I'm sorry, sis. And then you got Willow, hey, daughter, I'm sorry, daughter. Or whatever you're doing. So you get it from all three perspectives. And um, the black woman's voice on on the three generations that's most likely alive still is just, it's an incredible show. I love it to death. And I'm glad Snoop is on there. And I can't wait to see what that conversation is like. Because Snoop is older and mature, but he is still... Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. That's how we met him. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want to hear about his journey because I know he doesn't think that anymore. I know he doesn't think that. He might have thought Gil was a bitch for what she did, but he ain't still going around bitches ain't shit. He's married with daughters. And the gospel album. And the gospel album. And the reggae album. Um, and Yeah. He, he was high and emotional. Kobe j- had just died. Um, but what do you get, ladies? What are your thoughts? Um, you can take it any angle what Snoop said, um, the whole point of him going on the show about Red Table Talk, wherever you want to go with this. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I love Snoop. I'm just glad that he gets the platform to just really set the record straight on, you know, how he meant it and apology, well, and apologize and stuff. So I don't really have any other <laughs> thoughts on it. All right. Brittany. Think of them kids out there. <laughs> yeah, I was That's like... That's Willow Smith. That's Willow and them. No, I mean, I have to agree with DeAndre. I'm, ex- I'm actually kind of excited to see how yeah. um, Snoop explains himself. I'm sure he's going to go into detail about how he felt about it and why he felt so strongly about it and actually give, like, the facts behind why he said what he said, not 
how he said it. Obviously, he should probably apologize for how he said it. And he did. But yeah, he did. Yeah, and and oh yeah, he did. He did. And he said, "I apologize for how I said it, <laughs> but I don't apologize for you know how being I upset or, or how right. I felt right. for it." I feel so, the same way. And right. and I and I agree with that. And I think now that everything's settled down, he's going to be able to give like a more diplomatic, a more practical explanation for why Gail was wrong for what she did. So I, I'm excited. And she was wrong. And from what I hear, it's actually supposed to be a deeper interview than that because we're talking about someone who has a history of, quote, misogynistic, unquote, behavior. And they're supposed to delve into all of that during this interview process. So that'll be really interesting oh, to, yeah, hear, it to is. hear that whole... I mean, again, as New said earlier, this is the guy, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. We can go back to uh, the Wiz Khalifa movie he did, the, the classic scene. Bitch, 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 bitch. You know, like, this is that dude. You know what I'm saying? High school high, <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a good movie. That movie is time. so funny. We, we watch that movie sober all the time. Right. Uh, the same way we're sober right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> right. Um, this would be good. It would be good so to have that, good, to see bro. that conversation between uh, Snoop and the Popes or the Pinkets, whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> they are the gladiators, man. They do some real Jada stuff. Jada got the white though. hat on, yeah. and I watched. Yeah. I watched. Hey, I actually watched. Did you watch Scandal? I did actually. Did the first seasons, Candle? though, okay, they so lost yeah. me. Jada got the white hat on. Yeah, it's handled. Shit, I'll be the president for Jada, and I'll be Fitzgerald. You hear know, like that about Jada? Um, Jada was my first Asante. Well, actually, Tracy's. Y'all know who Tracy Spencer is. Tracy Spencer was like a child star in like '84 or some bullshit. That's Michelle A. That's Michelle A. Oh, you right. I'm wrong. Tracy Spencer was Imagine. Um, John Lennon imagining tender kisses blowing away. <laughs> we doing way too much singing this episode. But oh, uh, that was my first because I think I was like 11 and she was 12, and I was like, this is it's meant to be. <laughs> we were so close in age. I'm going to be a rapper. She'll sing. It's going to happen. And then, of course, he moved on to Santi. But Jada, I met Jada. And, and, and so um, I met a lot of celebrities because BET used to be in D.C. And I was it was in my neighborhood. So I would just always be up there. Um, <laughs> I was so in love with Jada. And when I saw her, that's all I got out. I was like, I'm about to get Jada Pinky. Yeah. Hey, Miss Jada. That's all I said. She said, hey, boo. I was like, yeah. And I, I ran off. <laughs> I was like 15. But I was definitely expecting the story to be better than that. <laughs> well, it was, that was all it was. That was it. Yeah, yeah. We was watching it earlier. And it, it, yeah. Yep. Yep. So everybody tune in Wednesday. We definitely going to watch it. Um, For Life by 50 Cent. Is anybody watching that? I am. Yes. I love I am that too. show. I love it. I, yeah, I love it. I, I like it. Well, so good. Speak, speak on it. I mean, I, I just really like it. What do you like about it? Don't, don't do this. Don't be guarded with me. Open up. Be open. Communicate. <laughs> Communicate with me. <laughs> Go ahead, Brittany. Well, actually, DeAndre put me on the show. Okay. 
And so, um, you on it? You know what I meant. Like she put me on to the show. And um, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I'm gonna watch it. And I was like, I kept looking at her like, yo, this is so good. Like I was getting so excited. Like I was ready to see certain things that were happening in the show. And I was like, yes, and cheering and stuff like that. So the show is like, it's really good. I like it a lot. And isn't it, it's based on not literally a true depiction because I think it said like similar or something like that. But isn't it like, there was a real situation like that. Yeah. The, and um, they're basing the, the show off of that, yeah, right? Yeah, the character Isaac um, was actually he um, actually arrested in, wrongfully in prison, and he did study law. He did get his law degree. He did start defending other inmates, and he did defend himself, and he is out of jail now. Mm-hmm. And he took that story to someone, and they took that story to 50. That is true. Some of the things that happened with the political side and outside of him doing his case, those are some of those are fictitious to make the story more right, interesting. Right. But it is it is literally about because if you just say that there was this guy who was in jail and then he defended himself and got out, that's a cool story. But that's one storyline to make it a good show. You have to have what happened with his family, mm-hmm. what happened with the political people on the other side. So they you know fuzz the they put icing on the cake to make it more of course, you know, entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it is a really good show. I, I enjoy. I watched both episodes the same day. Um, whatever day two Tuesdays, whatever yeah. day episode two came out, I watched one right before it on Fire Stick on Friday, and then I watched episode two, and I'm like, yo, okay, this shit good. Like, like I'm, I'm rocking, Fendi. I'm rocking. Yeah. I'm rocking. You got one, because I was a little yeah. upset about the whole Tariq killing ghosts, and even though I predicted it, but he, yeah, he, he got another one. I think you got you did one. predict it because I think we talked about the predictions yeah. the last time I was on the show. Yep. And I did say that I thought it was going to be somebody, not even any of them. Because I was like, Tariq, like that I, was I too. Knew it was going to be Tariq. But yeah. for me, I was like, that's I knew it was too be obvious. Tariq and Tasha doing a plot together. That's what I, that's they what was, I said. They was building Tariq's character up too much to hate his daddy, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's true. Too much. Have y'all seen the cartoon? I'm gonna say yeah, the cartoon. Some you know, some little sketch comedian or whatever. They did a cartoon of like the episode the ghost got shot. So five, six episodes ago. But it's a cartoon and it's a satire and it is so crazy. It's the funniest shit I've seen all fucking 2020. Uh, it's like three minutes. I saw y'all um, when the show over. Um, what music are y'all listening to? Um, well, my playlist is very broad, but, you know, I like Rod Wave, Dreads the Sean, stuff like that. Yeah, DeAndre's uh, playlist is extremely diverse. Then it's, like, <laughs> yeah, then I have, like, slow music. <laughs> so, well, we have, um... A pod name kickback playlist. It was just on choker stroke. I was like, what the fuck? Um, well, thank you so much for asking me. I've been listening to Tink's new album. I did ask you. Tink. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty good, right? Cut, yeah, cut, I cut, like cut it. Cut it out. Cut it out. You like cut it I out? Like it. I, I like it. I like cut it out. I like cut it out. But I'm not going to lie, I be riding to two or three. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I like mm, doggy mm, style mm, too. Most women do. No, I'm talking about the song. Oh, 
Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, um. Wow. <laughs> he came in so smooth, too. Like, most women do. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do I. <laughs> yeah, Hopeless guy. Romantic is a nice one, too. Yeah, I like that song. Okay. Um, I downloaded it, and I put a, put a, cut it out on the playlist, but I haven't gone through it all. But I've been listening to our partner and kickback playlist, which is available on Apple or Spotify. And this is the gear idea. We got the Life is Good remix by Future featuring the baby and Lil Baby. We got Stained by A Boogie with the Hoodie featuring the baby. I'm on money by Plies. Um Russ would need a minute. Yo Gotti like that featuring A Boogie. Oh yeah. Oh, you know it was funny. Yeah, I used to call them DVSN, but it is division. Yeah. And I never knew it was division. It, I was always calling them. DVSN, me too. Me too. But uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, they they sampled the Jay Z um, Dead Presidents beat and they just made it so fucking gangster. Um, Overcomer Voice of Night, his full album dropped Friday. Me and JB were listening to some of the skits. It's pro black power to the people. Get your money, say the black race. Yeah, that him shit with his gangster. daughter is dope. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Raekwon from Wu Tang fame dropped a new EP. I threw one of his songs on there. Um, of course, we said Division of Her, Comfortable from. Uh, yeah. uh, I like that uh, one. Photograph. Janae yeah. Aiko has a new song called Pussy Fairy. Like that one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Free Nationals, that's Anderson Pox's band. They have a full album out with different singers and rappers on it. And my God, the song with Daniel Caesar, and they got a song with Sid from the internet. Oh, I, love her. Oh, I like her. Mm. DeAndre put me on to her too. Get the Free Nationals album. It is like, uh, it's like a Quincy Jones, well, that's before y'all time. It's like a Dr. Dre chronic album. It got all Not- the good people on it. And they're a live band and it's like real music. Opus. Yeah. Um, Pop Smoke is on here. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Indeed. Lil Wayne tracks from his new album on there. We got the new Megan Thee Stallion, B-I-T-C-H, which is a remake of Tupac's N-I-G-G-A. I'd rather be your N-I-G-G-A so we can get drunk and smoke weed all day. day. It don't matter if you're lonely, baby. You need a thug in your life. Them buses ain't loving you right. That's Tupac. But Megan Thee Stallion remade it, and she'd be like, I'd rather be oh, your B-I-T-C-H, because that's what you can call me when you oh, married. In any anyway. way. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Park, like, my, my favorite rappers hold, like, exactly. Um, Nicki Minaj got a new track, Yikes Out. Um, Griselda. Boom, 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 boom. So what do you think about Yikes? Um, I'm not a Nicki fan. Um, well, well. Like I, I like her lyrics. I like her rapping ability. I don't like her as a human being. So it's weird for me, but... Um, That's real. I mean, Nicky, Nicky, <laughs> Nicky, yeah. Nicki can spit. I, I can't take that away from her. I'm not a big fan of Eminem as a human. He can spit. So you don't think that Nicki... Um, Sorry, going on Meek? Well, I wasn't going to say that, but you don't think that Nicki is very similar in the lyrics that she uses and what she like talks about? Like She says a lot of the same things. Over and I'm not saying she can't spit. I I, I like Nikki. Um, I just miss the itty bitty piggy Nikki. Every girl that I know, woman I know under the age of thirty, has said to me at one point, "I miss the itty bitty piggy Nikki." And you know why that sticks out to me so much? I never heard the song till like last year. But it is. That's why I, I became Nikki, a fan no of Nikki. Itty bitty piggy, 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 piggy. It didn't exist. But like y'all, she had a real connection with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like that's I've heard that so many times. Like you've heard it, JB. 
I like the moment. Uh, I owe the Coast moment for life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, that song yeah. must have really, really resonated. I, yeah. Oh yeah. She she went off style, in that, that song. That, that moment. Yeah, but it was the style. It was also what she was saying. Like her lyricism um, was was dope. Like it it was different. I think she was a little bit more hungry then, and you mm. can tell that now. It's kind of like I'm the best out. So like I can put out music. It, you know, I mean, when you get to a certain level, I think we can all agree that certain people with certain music is just like, dang, it's not like it was before. Yeah, and she's started becoming more focused on like make, making people transgender. She's like, all you bitches is my sons. Like, what? You can't be a son of a transgender? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird. It's just weird. I don't, I, well, this, this, never mind. So we got uh, Moneybag Yo with Lil Baby. We got uh, Kevin Ross from the DMV. Shout out to Kevin Ross, R&B artist, killing it. Um, her slide with fucking Pop Smoke, rest in peace. And a boogie with the hoodie. Um, Melly. Uh, y'all listen to Melly? I like Melly a lot. Melly the shit. Melly is my favorite female artist as of right now. Maybe Snow Allegra, but uh, probably Melly. She does the sing rap. She's like the female Drake. But her shit, like... Yeah. Which that. which song do you have? I have um, No Hard Feelings off the most recent EP. Yeah. Nope. I ain't gonna try to sing it, but... There's no rock. Max B coming home. His new EP is on. I got one of his tracks from there featuring A Boogie with the hoodie. He come home 2020. He be home a couple months. He come home a couple months. Yeah. He come home in a couple months. I, I mean, I, I tell you off camera. You scared? He coming? For, he, he coming? No, I'm just playing. I'm messing with you. You hear him? He coming home? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. He didn't really do that. You ain't yeah, right. Just like, you ain't right. You ain't right. So, someone walk under what ground? You know? <laughs> Did they tell him who snitched? Oh, that's shit. like oh, that's like, that's I, all I can think I, about I'm when sorry. he did that. Like, 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 Y'all know? You know I'm here. <laughs> right. Am I on camera or off right. camera? I need to know. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, as you mentioned, Tink. Um, I got cut it off. We mentioned her album, Alina Baraz. To me, it's one of my favorite songs. That's the song she said. I, I, I'm not asking for too much. I'm asking the wrong motherfucker. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Alina Baraz. I remember that song. I, I, I like right. that cut. This is R&B. It's called um, To Me. And it's Alina Baraz. And she literally sings, I'm not asking for too much. I'm just oh, asking the wrong motherfucker. But I think she took it from Instagram. Oh, I see. Song. Okay, that makes but it's, sense. Um, we got Redman. He got a new song called Slap the Shit Out You. That shit is fucking hilarious. Shout out to Redman. We got the same birthday. New Eminem with Anderson Park. Um, Shake got some new shit. Bad Bunny. Jesse Reyes in black. My nigga Black is killing everything he touched. Yeah, for sure. Baby Rose, Kalani, Wale, Meek Mill. And then we finished with the Griselda niggas. Push it coming, nigga. You want to display this, don't you? I sent it to you. Don't even worry about it. I know, I know. Everybody yeah. wants it. You can find it on Spotify or Apple Music. It is a pod name. JB, what's the name of the playlist? It's a pod name kickback. All right, so before we get out of here, and we, we about to get up out of here because um, I got to take a piss. So um, sports, really quick. <laughs> and I know that you watch football. 
I don't know why you watch it, but I guess you know <laughs> you just fell into the game some kind of way magic. I know, right? But um, Chris Sanders, <laughs> <laughs> just the saying. In, NFL is going a little softer on weed, so Stephen A doesn't have to say "stay off the, the weed" <laughs> every day. Put that shit in the song. The standards are being a little lowered. And um, I'm going to toss to you, DeAndre, because you were kind of researching this a little bit. Can you break down to us what's going on with that? Um, sure. Thank you. Well, they're not lowered yet. Okay. <laughs> Correction they one. They have to do a boat <laughs> on it. So right now it's still 50-50. But um, I feel like a lot of the owners or the team owners are asking because a lot of their players are getting caught. So mm. that's why they want to go for it. Um, what they're asking is... For testing, instead of a four-month period, they only get tested um, two weeks before training camp. So that'll okay. be a lot better for a lot of players mm -hmm. <laughs> who, who really need to smoke, <laughs> <laughs> who can't go four months. Right. Um, they want to change the, what was it? So it was nanograms? the uh, yeah, the yeah nanograms is how much THC they detect in the blood. From 35 the, the, to 150. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and they want to change the consequences. Right. So, um, fines, so, right, right. No longer, no longer a minimum three game suspension if you're caught over the threshold. But the other thing is, it's actually a reaction to what the MLB is doing. Major League Baseball is basically eliminating marijuana as a banned substance entirely. Right. So this is basically a, rea a reaction to what the MLB is doing. It's still under vote, and I yeah, like to say I mean, that the NFL never likes to admit when they need to back when they need to back off a of shit. So they're trying to ease their way back with this. I mean, shit. I, I feel like it's not fair because in some states that, exactly. they, that they have teams, it's legal. So exactly. I, don't, I mean, I feel like they have to do something. What about the Denver Broncos? Like well, the Seattle Seahawks, right? Or the LA Chargers, Rams, <laughs> right? Or the Sandy's. Well, since or the Las seen. Vegas okay. when they well, change yeah. next year. The Las Vegas right. Raiders. Yeah. Right. But once they do get, um, once they do vote, it still won't take place till 2021. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. what the Wakanda Warriors? You know, they got a team now. <laughs> 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 for them. It's 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 fucked up because the, these players are millionaires. They travel all over the country and. Um, this is one of the things, and it's real today, like in today's market, you know, a company has a drug testing policy, but what if I went to D.C. or Colorado or any of these places, or Wakanda. you know, a month ago before I had to take this drug test, and then they randomized my ass, and I was doing, this nigga always, whatever, like, but I'm doing something perfectly legal. Yeah outside of the con constraints of my job, which is, again, perfectly legal. Um, this shit happens a lot nowadays, which is why a lot of companies are just backing off a drug test entirely. Because you can't yeah. really do it. It's not really fair. You know what I'm saying? I think that you guys all said it very eloquently. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Considering right. tonight's activities, right? <laughs> I said that out loud. I'm sorry. Shut up. Relax, JB. You got to relax. <laughs> Shut up. Um, let's see. Okay. Since we have our NFL insider here, where's Tom Brady going to play next year? I know he told you. 
(laughs) (laughs) I love it. You know, haven't got a chance to ask him yet, but um, even though they say that, what is it? He might they want to see him at the Titans because what his his old teammate is the coach now. Yeah, but yeah, they were saying a lot of things. The Titans thing makes the most sense to me. I mean, but if if he leaves, I mean, I just feel like that. He's going to retire soon. Why not just, you know, ride it out? Get the Patriots. Where you been at? Like, you don't retire soon anyway. You don't want him there. Why change so late in the game? If you don't have to. Yeah. At first, people were thinking that Bill Belichick was pushing him out yeah. the door. But now it seems like the door is open if you want to come back. Yeah. So I, I think sometimes it's like if a woman doesn't appreciate you and you be like, and y'all take a break, and you, I'm going to go on a date. Like, we're not broken up, but you know, I'm going on a date because you yeah. didn't appreciate what you had. Um, and I think that's where Tom Brady is. He's like, oh, you don't appreciate me. I, I just want to see what it's like. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. And I think that he can be seduced because I know if Ashanti ever give me, I'm going to hit her with, you know what I'm about. So if Ashanti do <laughs> let her go for a second, he might not get her back. And I think that's the danger with the Patriots. They push Tom Brady to the point where he wants to see. He probably still wants to go back because that's who we love. That's who we've been with for 18 years, 20 years. You just want to see the change. Yeah, but you, but if you, right, but if you, depending on what you see, you might not get your girl back. Sorry, my bad. You're lost. But you might not get her back. And that's how I feel about Tom Brady. Tennessee has a very compelling argument to make. They were in the AFC Championship game. They beat Baltimore with a lesser quarterback, you know, like, huh. yeah, huh. <laughs> you know, that, you know, yeah, the, the, yeah, you fuck that, you fuck around and go to a, a better woman that treats you right and that will shoot herself. It's hard to go back to the girl you can't choke. Yeah, he went back. There, it's hard yeah. to go back to a girl you can't choke. That's what I'm saying. What, what, what do you think, Britt? Right? About <laughs> about what? <laughs> he said a lot, didn't he? <laughs> okay. Well, um, I want to thank you guys for coming on. I want to thank you for your return visit. Yes, Always thank a pleasure. You, for you have an us. open invitation. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I want to thank you for taking time out your busy schedule to come fuck with us. Um, appreciate it. This was and a blast. I think I did say it, but like your father was one of my favorite players all the time. So it's really kind of awkward and cool to be like, hey. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, you grew up watching somebody, like, I love you, my nigga. <laughs> who, who messing with her? Like, I'll fuck him up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's, it's really cool in a weird way. I know my, all my niggas back home was like, nigga, you been a Cowboy fan? I'm like, I know, I know. So it's like, it's crazy. Um, and I, I respect the fact that you got your own shit going and you popping and you doing your thing. And I've she show is. She show is. have responded to you because I, I do research on every guest. So I'm watching and I saw like, the presence and the responses to you, and I know you doing your thing, and that's gangster. I respect it. Thank you, thank you. I respect you. it. Um, JB, I've been watching you too <laughs> for a long, for long 30 time. Years. Thirty fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I want to thank the kickbackers uh, for tuning in. We try to bring you the best content we can bring you. Indeed, we try to bring you the best guests we can bring you. We know sometimes. You get tired of JB, you be like, damn, new, bring somebody else you on. Never you never get tired of JB. I don't want to hear what JB got to say all the time. And I try to bring you guests. And I bring you guests. And I Bullshit. Bullshit. And um, one time for the kickbackers in the building. Kickback! Hey. Um, follow.
follow us. What, what can they follow you guys? That's what we'll do. We'll end it that way. Well, I'm Brittany Sade, and you can follow me at Brittany Sade on all social media. Um, and that's B R I T T A N I S A D E, like the singer Sade. And it'll be in the uh, the description of the podcast, so you don't have to try to remember it. I'll, I'll, I'll type it out. Well, JB will type it out correctly because I might misspell. Go ahead, your turn. <laughs> um, Deandra Sanders. It's on all platforms. You can follow me at, at Deandra Sanders. D E I O N D R A Sanders. Like like Bernie. <laughs> Damn. Really? Uh, wow. Oh, like Dion. Oh, um, um, so shit, let's get up out of here. Um, any last yeah. words? Anybody? This was fun. Okay, make it good. Yeah. Somebody give me a good one liner or something. Ladies. There's nothing better than a perfect pH balance and peace of mind. Hey. Ooh. Ooh, okay. okay. Agreed. That was your one line, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> it's been real. It's been real. Boom. JB, you got something? Hey, man. Good night and God bless, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to think yes. of one of those weird-ass toasts I used to do. Like, you can... You can shake, you can shake your hand, and you don't can shake do your fist, but you can't shake your fist hand. One of those stupid ass things. I'll do I, I will do a toast. <clears throat> um, may your pocket stay full of money. May your glasses stay full of good drink. This world is full of shit. One life, one love. I don't know if I want to toast to that. Yeah, I like the first. I'll part. do the pockets full of money. Yeah, I like the first. There we part. go. There we go. Hey, let's get out of here. We out. Oh, we got to do our Kobe Bryant. Mamba out. There we go.